The following is a presentation of Real Racing USA. This is Joe Irwin. And this is Wayne Jefferson. From Jefferson Irwin Racing. And you're listening to Real Racing USA. It's come down to this. 100 laps. Five to go. At the line. Five cars nose to tail heading down into turn number one. It's anybody's race. Inside for the race. It's definitely crunch time. Somebody's going to have to make a move. Three laps to go as they cross the start finish line. Going down into turn number one. They start to fan out. Coming off a of two. They're side by side down the back straightaway. Inside for the race. That's it. Coming off a of turn four. White flag in the air. Checkers and wreckers. Anybody's race as they go down to turn number one. They fan out. Two by two. Three wide. Coming off the turn number two, they get sideways down the back straightaway. Someone breaks loose to the top, trying to make the run up for the high side. Going to do it the hard way around. Coming around four, there's still two by two. Three cars drop back. It's one car coming out sideways. Who's on the inside? Coming to the line. It's anybody's race. Inside Florida race. Inside Florida racing. 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 It looks like there's a little bit of fighting out there. Looks like the real deal took a little bit of uh, damage from that. Looks like the driver of the five cars getting back in to restart. He was a little ticked off at the 39. Had to tell him about it a little bit, but uh, doing a restart on lap 10. And it's uh, here we are inside Florida Racing on the Real Racing USA Network. I'm CC Brooks, once again joined by me, as always, by Rob Bonehead Elding. Hey, Rob. So. Yeah. I also, so you're let's here. Let's talk about and, racing. And we're going to talk about racing. And uh, Brian is here, who was out with us, helping us out at East Bay Thursday night. Thanks. I have la- I have no last name, huh? No. Okay. No, you're just no. Brian. Right. You're just Brian, the production tech. And for, it's slash, PT. Photographer, slash photographer, slash driver, slash driver. All right. Yes. So you have PT is uh, not PA. You're PT. PT. Mm, call me PW. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're back, all gathered up again after a, a busy few nights of racing. Thursday out at East Bay. Um, Saturday, then I w- we were out at Hendry. Were you anywhere, Rob, on the weekend? Did you go to the ice racing? The ice racing was good. So you went? It was good. Okay. He Did he, did he go? Hell no, no didn't he didn't go. go. Didn't he go sat at home while we were out doing hard work of uh, taking care of business. I mean, here I, me and Rick Angies went to Auburndale Speedway, took in a deal, talked to 47 people in less than an hour and a half, got in our car, drove at breakneck speed all the way to just East Bay Raceway Park, took in the 75-lap feature in which Billy Moyer continued to stack his pockets full of money. And then we got up the next morning at 8 o'clock in the morning with Jim Diger and Jay Arnold from Keels and Wheels and went to Immokalee Drag Strip and watched cars go 140 miles an hour in an eighth of a mile. Wow. So let me guess, just, Jack, you and I, worked. We, we were working. We're going out there and covering events for Inside Florida Racing, and uh, a certain somebody's just... Uh, Having fun playing Thursday with the baby. Night? You, yes, you were there I was on there Thursday. Thursday night. What are you talking about? <laughs> he, does, he does have a good <laughs> excuse. He has a good He's excuse. He's playing with the baby on you the weekend. You guys have lost your mind because uh, it, uh, it was quite a bit that I put into that uh, whole uh, ordeal over there Thursday night. Which, You're uh, not the only one. Well, 
I understand that, but I... We had fun, I, though. I had a great time I, at East Bay Thursday night. We had to jump through a lot of hoops there, a lot of us did, um, that were there that night. And uh, I think uh, I think Rob did a good job that night making things happen. Remember? <laughs> remember we didn't have to walk anywhere? Does anybody remember that? <laughs> yes, I yes. remember you arranged for us to have Listen, a golden You're going to get the golden donut award. Here's the pat on the back that he so desperately wants. No, what's the guy's name? Steve Haynes. Steve Haynes, that's right. He uh, so graciously gave us a, a, a six-person uh, golf cart where uh, Brian and uh, Mike the Dutchman there were able to go out and, and snag these drivers, which mm-hmm. uh, that's the trick is being able to snag them. You know, it's uh, it's tough to get interviews because, uh, uh, Brian, you were, Brian, you were right there. Uh, it was kind of tough, wasn't it, Uh well, yeah, it's tough because uh, you know the racers got their mind on other things, and then the, then those once they race their heats, uh, some want to go out and catch some of the action mm-hmm. themselves. So some of the ri- drivers were in, in the stands, some were working on vehicles, but uh, we we got a good crop of them in there for you guys to interview. So that we're, we're, it all worked out well. It, it, it worked out well, and um, you know, we, one of our great interviews was with uh, Don O'Neill, and we're going to play that interview here in a little while. Um, he was he was a great yeah. sport Thursday night. Had lots he was of a fun character with him. for sure. He was a great guy, and of course we saw Jimmy Owens, who we saw the last time we were up there. We got a little interview with him, but that was after it was all done. Did he get to race? Uh, hey, uh, Saturday night did Jimmy Owens race in the seventy-five lapper? What's the last oh, he did. He made it in the seventy-five lapper. So uh, when Jack gets off of the telephone, maybe yeah. he'll tell us what happened there. But uh, yeah. he didn't race on Friday night. Yeah. So he was set Thursday and Friday night and didn't make the feature. Your man, Mr. Owens. <sighs> How did oh, Jimmy well. Owens do uh, on uh, the 75-lap feature there? Couldn't tell you, man. You have to go on to uh, Karnak.com, I believe, and you can read all about it. Yeah. You can read the full results and everything else. All right. I'll he started it. He started towards the back. I know that. But Somewhere he started. He, but started. he started. Yeah, I do yeah. believe that. There was only one head. driver. Actually, Earl Pearson, Jr. Right. Oh, boy. He started at the back of the field and finished in second. Really? Wow, yeah. that's great. Yeah, that was a show. So yeah. they had a lot better track on Saturday night than they had. Well, on they the had night their normal there. track. Yeah. Yeah. It's never. You'll never see that again. I bet. I've never seen it before, and I doubt you'll ever see that again. Did you take any pictures of the track surface? If you go on to, uh, well, no, they're not up yet. Yeah, we have lots of those pictures, uh, folks. Let me tell you. I have pictures it from was, Thursday night. It was, it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Um, CC, uh, yeah, the, but that was Thursday, of, man. They've already forgotten about right, that. The, the, the end of Thursday night, the track surface, as opposed to the track surface when you went to Hendry County Speedway, when oh. the race was done, I bet Hendry County Speedway was still nice and smooth pretty much, wasn't oh, it? Well, big difference. First of all, the, there is a big difference in the clay that they're using right. on, the, on the track uh, between Hendry and East Bay. Uh, East Bay uses a uh, looks like a higher quality of clay for the surface for the track. Right. Now there was tra- there was track problems, condition problems Saturday night at New Hendry. It right. was dried out. They didn't put any water on it because they thought they were going to get deluge deluge of yeah. rain. So it was very dry. It was very dusty, and there were big ruts that was eating tires up on the late models. Yeah, now, now and, and, say, and, and flipping sprints. To right. say when we were driving out there, we caught some r- rain on the way out yeah. there from Port Charlotte, and the whole time we were out there, it looked like it was going to rain, yeah, and we had, had a had bubble that around bubble us. over the yeah. track, and they didn't get any rain. So. Yeah, and East Bay has to deal with the tide <clears throat> going in and yeah. out. 
Who yeah. we have it on here tonight, man? Who we got on tonight? Well, what are you doing I've, over there? I, well, Jack, I've invited a, spe- a That's couple who of we're drivers. On tonight. Right here is who is on tonight. Jack, I've <laughs> I invited a couple of drivers that I was talking to Saturday night out of New Hendry. Uh, Justin Choquette, Jeffrey's <laughs> cousin, he's going to be joining uh, us, and uh, uh, Roger Krause will be joining us. He won the late Tampa. model. He won the late model event uh, there at New Hendry Saturday night. And then, uh, hey, I ran into Ken Kenny Saturday night, and uh, he'll be joining us also. And we're going to give him two minutes. Two no, minutes. come on. Two minutes. Uh, what yeah. track announcer are we talking to tonight, Jay? We're going to talk to Race and Jason from CCMP. All right. Race and Jason. Might touch on the Rocket Man for a minute. But I'll tell you what, you guys had a pretty good interview with them. Um, Don O'Neill, the Don real O'Neill. deal, Don O'Neill. Rocket Man, as in uh, Mr. Jefferson? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So are we going to play our interview with Don now? Are we? What? Are you sure? Don O'Neill, the driver of the uh, number 71 car. How you doing, Don? There you go. Oh, that's great. I could be doing a little better if I hadn't run third. Now, he races. Well, you know, third's better than fourth. That's right. <laughs> I could be running that so, uh, Don, talk to us a little bit about uh, you've been doing well in, in your times of racing here in Tampa. I've come here many times and watched you race here. And uh, tell us what it's like to be the real deal, Don O'Neill. <laughs> That's one thing that's bad about winning when you lose, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I've always got around this place really good in the last few years, you know. And last couple of years I've been coming down here in a four-bar car and I hadn't been very good. So last year, in the last race when we loaded in a trailer, I said I'd never come back down here in a four-bar car. And, we bring a swing arm car down here this year, and plus, you know, we started off good again. Yeah, you're doing well. Uh, I see your car looks a little different than it used to. Yeah, I've always been yellow and stuff, and these guys that I'm driving for, the Herrick Bunch, they, they said something about, you know, doing a black car, and I really like it, so, you know, I'm, I'm going to be the man in black, I guess. Well, well. Hey, there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with being the man in black. How does the track feel out there tonight? Well, I'm afraid we ain't going to be much of a racetrack left for the feature tonight. I mean, it's getting really black, and usually when this place gets black, it's get, you know, it starts taking a little rubber and gets one lane. And, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully hopefully it won't be that way, but I'm afraid the chances are it's going to be that way tonight. Now, have you been here all week, or is this your first night of racing? No, we've been here all week. We've had a first, second, and third. We've been going the wrong way here. But, you know, we got we dug ourselves a little bit of hole here in the feature. I think we have to start like 14th, so... You know, at least we're in the race, mm-hmm. and, you know, with 40 laps, that ain't very long, but we'll see what we can get get done in 40 laps. And are you going to be here racing uh, tomorrow and Saturday also? Yeah, we'll be here both days. He ain't going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. He ain't anywhere. going anywhere. He started out good, won the first race. Uh, like you said, he's done first, second, and third. So now if you start going the other direction by Saturday, you'll be back at first. Yeah, I won't be doing Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. I, guess. Yes, I, I thought you meant something else there. No, it'd be nice to finish yeah. that Saturday race in, yeah. in first place. That's a nice yeah. purse you know, on well, Saturday. Well, we're racing for a pretty good point fund here, too. So, yeah. you know, we try, we try staying up in that thing, too. And, you know, if we race well, that comes with with it, you know. So we don't, you know, we just we just want to keep digging here and see what we can come out here tonight with and go in tomorrow night. Now, well, once you're done your speed week here for Winter Nationals, where do you go from here? Well, I've sort of done a... Well, C.J. Raver and I done a deal where we're going to do, I got my own car, and, and if these guys don't want to go somewhere, the Herrick Bunch, they don't want to go race somewhere, on you know, like on a Sunday or something, they want to take a diet off, I'm going to go run my own stuff. And that way they don't get, you know, they don't get burnt out on the racing, and, and I get to race as much as I want, which I think it's really going to be a good deal. That's a nice that's a nice arrangement. Now, do you run strictly dirt? Yeah, I've never been on pavement in my life. Really? I was going to ask you, Don, I mean, you've made a, a great career out of uh, racing these dirt late models. Um, and I, I think dirt late models have come, uh, 
I won't even say full circle. They've just been constantly always had a slew of cars that show up. Um, we deal a lot here in the south with um, asphalt late model racing. That's what I am is asphalt late model racer. I enjoy the crap out of this dirt race. I'm telling you, I, I, I want to sell all my asphalt stuff because we can't even get 20 guys to show up and have a good race. And here you guys got 70 guys out here vying for these spots. So. I, think it's, I think it's a trend. I think more drivers and guys that are getting into it are seeing that um, – but one, it's, it seems to be a more affordable to get into the, the dirt late model racing, and it just seems a whole lot more fun to me. Oh, yeah, I think it. I mean, I mean, I enjoy the heck out of it. I mean, I've been doing it for a living now for 12, 14 years or something like that, and, you know, been really blessed to be able to do that for a living. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be what you love for, you know, to make a living. And, you know, I don't, I don't know. I went to several pavement races, and it just doesn't do much for me. Yeah. I mean, nothing, take nothing away from the pavement guys at all, you know. We all got our own thing. I think the dirt shows um, tend to be a better show for the fans. You know, one thing that I've uh, I, we stress to these promoters to do all the time is maybe go to another track and watch the races and how they are. And I think the uh, dirt races and how they have stayed with not running a hundred laps all the time because you know a super late model race it's, it's just as easy to run forty for that money as to run a hundred. And they run these hundred green flag lap races sometimes that are boring to the fans. And I think there's something to the way they do these heat races. You qualify. You guys got to work hard all night to make it, you know. It is. I mean, you take a car count like it is tonight, and and they take three out of each heat, and I don't know how many cars are in a heat, probably 12, 14, 16 cars. I don't, I don't know quite what the car count is tonight, but, you know, and, and, you know, everybody of everybody's here tonight. So it's, you know, just to get in the top three in a heat race, you've done something. Yeah, now, the, uh, I see that Bloomquist and, and Jimmy Owens, they thought they were going to show up tonight and maybe be the hit, but... Uh, they're going to have a hard time. I see Jimmy Owens had a hard time just now in his uh, heat race. So what do you think about um, being here for these nights before and then some of these guys that try to come in and just try to grasp it here in the next couple of days? Obviously, Bloomquist, he, he can make it happen sometimes. Last year he finally made it happen. But uh, uh, do you have an advantage? I feel like, you know, if I miss a race somewhere, I mean, I missed a few races up there in Georgia last week, and I feel like I get behind when I miss, miss them races. And, I mean, and, I'm one of them guys. I want to race seven days a week, you know, if I can. So, I mean, that's that's her preference, and you know, and they're good people. I mean, I like Jimmy and I like Scott, you know, mm-hmm. and there's nobody works harder at racing than them two do, and it shows, you know. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. You know, just I don't care who you are. You come in here and try to just take the money away. It ain't gonna be no easy chore. Not with all these guys here tonight, for sure. Where are you from, Don? Martinsville, Indiana. Who's your sponsors? Well, I got C.J. Rayburn Race Cars. Herrick Farms owns my race car, and got Perry Auto Sales and got a paint company or I can't tell you what the name of it is on there. Sorry about that. You I'm know, sorry, they're probably not Snoko listening. Snowco Race Fuels, uh, All Star Performance, and you know I could go on and on with our product. You know, sweet manufacturing. I mean, all these guys make it possible. You know, of course, come do this. Well, uh, over the years, you've become a, a name, a staple name, definitely uh, into dirt racing, late models. Um, like I said, any time that I get a chance to come to back to Tampa and watch some of these races. I always want to come during the late model races. And I ask them if Don O'Neill was coming. I ask about a few different drivers, you know, just because in years past, I've seen you win every race here during well, the week. The best of them been <laughs> four out of six, you know, and, and the top that's going to be a rough chore, you know. We started off the first night there with a win, and we thought, well, maybe we had a shot. But I was talking about no one, I think it was you know, but I no th- one. You know, Hey, it's anybody's race every night, so, you know, you can't give up in this dirt stuff. I've always said you you never, ever give up. I don't care where you start, how deep the hole it is, you never give up. 
And that's true because uh, we've definitely watched guys that run in the back and then towards the end of the race they, they end up in the front. Um, these super late models, um, we've been talking about crate late models too. Um, what do you think about crate late models and super late models? I know I've seen you run a lot of supers. Uh, have you ever run any crate cars? No, I haven't, but actually as I plan of right now, i got a 12-year-old son and and I'm going to let my brother and my father take him do some crate racing mm-hmm. this year. I think it's an excellent thing, especially for the guys that can't afford, you know, thirty grand for a motor mm-hmm. and stuff. I mean, I, I don't see nothing wrong with it's it at all. It's a good entryway into, into racing. It's exactly. I mean, and it's going to sell sells more cars for the manufacturers. And, I mean, I think it's an awesome thing for, you know, to do. It may not put that many people in the stands, but, you know, it's getting a start for these guys that don't have a chance to come do it right now. With us. Yeah, and, you know, Don, the fans, they don't know the difference. Other than I'll tell you what. You can tell the difference between the sound and what the cars do with supers. But as the night goes on, later on tonight, you might wish you had a crate motor in the car as bad as the track. Right now in the heat race, it would have looked pretty darn good, I'm telling you. You know, I don't know how the crate race went down here last year, you know, during uh, December. But I know the year before I come down here to it. And I think that, you know, I had a good car count, but the fan wasn't real great. But I think they said it it growed quite a bit this year. Yeah, we were here one race. We were here for uh, one of the crate late model races, and Jimmy Owens won. And uh, the stands were packed for it. It was, was great. great. It was show. a great race, you know. It and really and, was. Uh, and uh, the, to the fans, they can't tell the difference. But to the drivers that particular night, and talking to Jimmy, he couldn't have handled much more motor that night, anyways, because the tires were coming off the cars. And mm-hmm. I know Anthony White had a good run that night. He come from the back all the way to the front. And uh, I enjoy watching Anthony White run too, because he's a guy that maybe doesn't have some of the sponsors, you know, uh, to run these things, and he still shows up down here. He gets rides with cars and uh, and uh, produces some good lap times and ultimately some excitement for fans, which you know that's what it's all about. I mean, people have no idea. I mean, it costs a fortune to come down here and run, you know, for two or three weeks. I mean, it costs a lot of money, and I want to thank everybody that makes that possible for me. Yeah, and the fans out there too. These drivers love all you fans out there that show up, you know, to pay thirty-five dollars. There's fans out here that sleep out here all night long for a month. They're going to be here watching all the different races. And uh, uh, Don, I really appreciate you coming. And spending time with us. Now, before you go, Don, do you have a, a website if any of your fans or new fans listening to that want to get more get more information and keep up on your schedule? Well, I did have, and I went through a divorce back, back last year. She took that. <laughs> she, she took the she website. Got the website. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you no, but here, real short, like I mean, within the next, I'd say, you know, we had to fight over the domain name and all that stuff. Okay. We we got it all straightened out. So here in the next month or so, we'll go dononeal.com and be back. Okay, excellent. Very good. <laughs> you buy it back from her. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't really say nothing about that. Yeah, that don't, don't worry about it, but are you enjoying your stay in Florida right oh, now? Oh, man, the weather's been great. and You know, I mean, I got two boys at home, and I'm missing, you know, but I'll make it another week or so here. When I get How long is it going to be before you go back home? Me, uh, I'll be home on the 17th. 17th. And then where were we? So you going to run the whole Lucas Oil deal everywhere no, they go? No, I might run it up to the... To the road to Wheatland, I don't know even for sure about that because when we made our deal last year with the Herrick Bunch, we wasn't going to do no points racing except I, I, I love the summer national races where we run, you know, 28 to 30 races right. in that month long deal. And, man, that's right there in my backyard, too. And, I mean, that's that's really racing to me. Did you go to Eldora this year and run any of that? Yeah, I went back over there, and I wasn't no good. I mean, I've been good over a time or two, and... and just something always bit me, and don't give up on me over that place yet, I'm telling you. Let me ask you something. Did you hear that Ocala Speedway is being turned back into dirt? No. No, yes. they did not. They yes, put they dirt did. back yes. on it. Yeah, they did, and their grand opening is going to be on the 29th of this month. 
Really? So I would say that I would say next year you're probably going to hear some buzz when you, when you plan to come into town that some of the races are going to be over there. So you think we may stop there on the way down? I hope so. I, I think hope you so. Should. Have you ever yeah. raced there? No, I haven't. Dude, it's a D-shaped oval, if you can call it that. So you think you're turning all the time here. You do the same thing there, except you go down into a corner that's like a 90. <laughs> you know, so you're turning, 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 and then you got to really turn it to get I like it. racetracks. It's got, you know, really, I mean, you know, it's not just a circle or anything. I mean, I like something, you know, it's got a little band in it or something. This track here seems to uh, take all you guys that have lots of talent and twist that talent around in circles sometimes, you know, and uh, I think it's great. That's why I always try to tell people, go see the races at East Bay because, you know, they watch races on TV, and they might see the Zero running good and doing really good all the time. Because Bloomquest Forever was like, you know, one of the best guys. And I remember so many times coming here, and he just couldn't hit it, you know. And I didn't come last year. I watched it on TV and saw that he won the deal last year. But uh, did he only win one race last year? Yeah, that was it. I mean, you know, I'm telling you, I mean, there's nobody works at the racing harder than he does. And, I mean, he sort of fell in. He had a car two lead and it fell out, you know, and... But I mean, not not take anything away from him, you know. But to, but just to come out here with a win, I don't care how you get it. It's it's hard to do. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show with us. Like I said, and uh, Don O'Neill, the driver of the number seventy-one Lucas Oil Late Model Series, winner of Monday night and possibly winner tonight on a Thursday night. Don, I appreciate you coming on the show with us. This is Inside Florida Racing, by the way, and it's on the Real Racing Network. I'm Eric Wells, driver of the number 18 car, and you're listening to Real Racing USA. Do you need to raise your land and business to new heights? Then you need to call Evergreen Development and Construction. They do it all, from land development, construction, drainage, excavating, site prep, and even environmental projects. No job is too big for Evergreen Development and Construction. Give them a call at 813-478-8847. And don't forget to check out the late model Evergreen Development Construction Race Team. They'll be at a track near you. And remember, just think green. Evergreen Development and Construction, 813-478-8847. We are back. Hey, Rob, I thought that Don was a great interview. Had a lot of fun interviewing with him Thursday night. Yeah, well, you know, Don O'Neill, he's he's big time when it comes to that. He's been doing it for... You know, how many years did he say? 20 years? Mm-hmm. He's he's from up there. Yeah, he's from, he's up, from up there. But he he was a, a great guy to have. He wasn't stiff. He really wasn't stiff when it came right down to it. He was. We had fun with him in our makeshift studio there up at East Bay. Yeah. Uh, you know, I want to thank uh, East Bay Raceway for uh, providing us with a, a great area, a great air-conditioned area at that. Exactly. To be able to, uh, you know, uh, have these drivers come in there and, an interview with us, and uh, appreciate all the drivers that did come down there. Um, you'll be hearing different interviews from these guys uh, throughout a period of time. Um, it was on live. Some folks weren't able to get it. We're sorry that we couldn't. We're going to try uh, to put it all together and put it up on the uh, website. We're going to try to get it all together, and on the 29th, um, we're going to have uh, – it's going to be live then. Are we going to do it live for Ocala? Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, awesome. See, see, every time you go to one of these places to do these live things with, with, with like, what we deal with, it's like you're kind of at the mercy of your environment. Like, there we had to rely on the wireless card Mm -hmm. because of the situation we were in. If we'd have been in another part of their 
infrastructure, we could have done something differently. But there, we had to rely on the wireless card. Like when we go to Auburndale, we let, w- hook up to their wireless network yeah. directly. Um, we've done that before there, and, and uh, it's been great. So. I am looking forward to the 29th but, so, at Ocala. But guys. what we'll do, we'll, we'll set up, and, and uh, we'll let McAllister and uh, and uh, do their uh, do their thing, and uh, we can turn them on and off, and we can do our thing. See on the computer. Sounds good. <laughs> so let's. Uh, we're going to skip across the state about uh, seventy-five miles or whatever to uh, Auburndale Speedway. I was up at Auburndale Saturday night, and they up had there. A, they had the. Uh, they had the the crasherama at uh, Auburndale Speedway. Big late model race, right? Well, the cool thing about that was, take that phone over there. Hand me that phone. Hang hang on. This is just one of them annoyances. <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, what's uh, wrong with you, Jeff? We had, the rest we, of us I had been phones on vibrate. I know. <laughs> I had been waiting for this to happen for a long time. I wanted to see Don Narone bring his crasherama at Auburndale because mm-hmm. the one thing about Auburndale, every track has its own individual thing that makes it separate or different, distinct from the rest of the tracks. Yep. Auburndale has more kids. That, I mean, they must have more kids in Polk County than they got cows. You know what I mean? Wow. They got kids coming out. They got a lot of cows up there in Polk County. I know, County. but they got a lot of kids coming to Auburndale Speedway, and uh, it was a great, great night. I'll tell you what, we got uh, Julius Bruce with us on uh, on the line right now, and he's going to tell us his uh, perceptions of what happened up there. Welcome to the show. Hello, Julius. How are you? Julius, can you hear us okay? There we are. How, how about that, Julius? You there? Yeah, I'm here. There. Welcome to the in- we're, we're, welcome to Inside Florida Race. Yeah, we're just Julius. just talking about the uh, the uh, uh, Crasherama coming up to Auburndale and all the the kids uh, that pack into that place on a regular basis. They were all out there on Saturday night. Oh, we had a wonderful show. Uh, I think we had 2,200 fans Saturday night, and uh, I want to thank you for having me on your show. Uh, it was nice to meet you, uh, Jack, uh, there Saturday night. My daughter and I, we were uh, real thrilled to get to meet you. And uh, Now, Julius, why do you think that uh, Auburndale draws so many kids to the track? Well, we are really fan-friendly. We are a family-oriented track. Uh, we really try to take care of our kids. They're the future uh, of our racing sport. Mm-hmm. Without taking care of the kids, we won't have a, a track for long. As they grow up, they have kids, and we just keep recycling kids and taking care of them, and we make lifelong fans. In what kind of special um, activities does the track have uh, for the kids there that come and watch the races? Well, we have a program called Lindsay's Little Racers, we give out uh, our own tickets uh, as they come in, 10 and under, and we have drawings at intermission. We have two grand prizes, two second-place prizes, and 10 third-place, which are ice creams furnished by one of the drivers each Saturday night. Oh, that's nice. I'd like to uh, thank our new owners, Ken Height, Rob Armstrong, and Rex Guy for uh, allowing us continue and supporting Lindsay's Little Racers. They have uh, really helped us a lot and of course the uh, better you take care of your fans the more you have and they tell their friends and they come out and show up. Uh, We've really made some major improvements in the off season 
uh, we we're redoing the uh, entire facility. We just enlarged our go kart track to one fifth mile, and uh, we race every other Friday night. We have a hundred plus carts on that, and uh, the kids uh, after they race on the dirt there a while, they can uh, move up to the asphalt and race with the big boys. So we start them young and move them right on up, and they'll come up to the kids' club, some of them, and then uh, move up into our regular classes. Well, that's, that's, that's exciting. It sounds like, you know, you're really focused. And I think you made a, a really valid point, Julius, when you said if you take care of the fans, they will go out and tell their friends and bring new people to the track, and you're going to grow. You're, you're going to get more seats filled at your track. And then I think right now, and I think, you know, it's something we've talked about here on this program, is at some tracks are having a problem getting enough butts in the seats on race night because of the economy. And I, th- I think you found, like, a, a, a major key there, Julius, taking care of the kids that makes the parents happy, and then the word spreads, and you get new fans at that track. Well, the, the kids, uh, of course, we put on a really good racing program. Uh, the 2008 season starts uh, February 23rd, and uh, we're expecting uh, a really big turnout, car turnout. And, of course, uh, when you put on a real good show, the word spreads, and the kids just love it, and we do everything we possibly can to make the fans happy. Uh, Good, bad, or indifferent, we want to hear from our fans. They pay the bills. Without them, we don't race. That's the bottom line at any track, and uh, we realize that. And uh, we just got us a new track sponsor, Toyota Warner Haven, and they're helping us out quite a bit. They're really great folks. They have some great prices, great service, uh, things like that. You know, it helps us build our track. We're uh, trying to improve it every week. Uh, we're looking uh, to do, you know, many more things in the future. Uh, the Crasherama was fantastic. Uh, I had a friend tell me uh, yesterday that uh, the skid racing, he called that uh, redneck drifting. Skid racing? Now, what is that? Yeah, they have these cars on skids. They take the tires off the rear and put skid plates on them on a front-wheel drive car and attempt to drive them around the track and run. Oh, I would have loved to have seen that. I think... uh, Twelve cars piled up uh, in turn one. <laughs> you know, coming from Michigan, I'd love to see that. That's what I used to drive in every winter. That's about what it was like driving, you know. <laughs> That's what it looked like to me. Uh, they really put on a good show. Uh, but uh, we really, we're building for the future. These new owners are really doing a wonderful job. They're giving back. Uh, it's time that uh, this track gave back, and it uh, it's getting better and better and better. Uh, but as any good racer, I need to tell you about the sponsors for Lindsay's Little Racers. We've got the Orvindale Speedway and the drivers that uh, participate with us. We have Brown Motorsports. I know you know Debbie, Lauren, and David. Oh, they're fantastic people. They have done such a, a fine job helping us get new sponsors. 
Uh, one of those is the car doctor of Warner Haven. We have EH Contracting all the way out of Jacksonville. Dr. Digital out of Indianapolis. Lane Hobbies, uh, they're a NASCAR collectible out of Warbendale. Jim and Ruth Lane help us. A race director, Ronnie Sims, uh, walked up and handed my daughter Lindsay a $100 bill to uh, buy stuff for the kids Saturday night. And we have Karnak and, of course, Inside Florida Racing. And these people make it possible for us to, to do more and more and more, and we're going to have the best year yet for our kids. And I believe that all of us from Inside Florida Racing and Karnak are going to come up to Auburndale and do something with the kids in racing one night, aren't we, guys? Yeah, I think on May 10th we're uh, we're going to have a big deal there. We're going to be have some folks up there on May on uh, this. Uh, what is it? The uh, 23rd of February for okay. the big deal. But uh, May 10th we're going to be involved with uh, David Brown and Brown Motorsports and that spectacular deal. All how, right, how, Julius. To it. Julius, you, you've been going to Auburndale a long time. How? How? Um, give us an idea of how that place has changed over the years. Well. Uh, my first recollection, uh, I have a picture of my dad and I in 1955 racing his early model. And, of course, the cars have gotten better and safer and faster. I've worked for six different promoters and owners there. And, you know, with the economy, things up and down. But uh, we always seem to manage. We have the best race fans in the world in the state of Florida. Uh, the race fans are just great. And we've had a lot of great drivers come out of our track. Uh, Joe Nemechek, uh, Rick Wilson, Eddie King, who ran uh, the Hooters series, Mario Goslin, uh, just Edward Howell. I can just keep on naming, you know, fantastic racers that have worked their way through our pit gates and uh, moved up and really done well. It's that little quarter-mile banked, uh, high-banked oval. Uh, you learn how to drive one there. If you can drive there, you can just about race anywhere. Edward Hell was in the uh, in the pits there Saturday night. He, he and uh, Wayne Morris both were back there. They were helping people uh, get their cars set up for the enduro race or something. Yeah, Wayne is uh, helping a young lady named Aub- Aubrey Burris. Uh, he's coaching her and crew chiefing her. I talked to him uh Thursday night I flagged practice, and uh, I told the young lady, I said, you have really got a good coach. I've known Edward for a long time, a fine race car driver and a fine man, too. And uh, he told me he was going to do quite a bit for the uh, Lindsay's Little Racers this year. Uh, I just have so much help. Lindsay and my wife, Martha, and myself, we've done this for years by ourselves, and I hooked up with uh, David Brown, and all of a sudden I have, uh, in two weeks, I have seven new sponsors for Lindsay's Little Racers. Uh, we're just going to have a fantastic year. The kids have never had it so good. We really took care of them last year, but this year is going to be tremendous. J- Julius, would it be possible for us to uh, speak with uh, Lindsay for a few minutes? Yeah. Uh, she's right here. Uh, she's been patiently waiting on you, and uh, I thank you for having me, and I hope to see you real soon. When you get to the track, look me up. Good. Uh, we, we certainly will every time we come up there, Julius. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Here she is.
Hi, hi, Lindsay. Hello. How hi, Lindsay. Hi. This is Cece. Welcome to Inside Florida Racing. Can you hear us? Uh, not not too good, but uh, now I can. So, did you have a good time Saturday night at the Crasherama? Yes, I did. I I have never seen a van getting um, blown up like that with the um, Green Mamba before. Oh yeah. Oh, the Green Mamba was oh. there. I, I've seen that before. That's a that is a really cool jet car. You were lucky to get to see that, Lindsay. And um, when they were doing the boat races, one of the um, boats um, bounced off the fence, the back stretch fence. Well, it sounds like you had a great time. Um, we're looking forward to getting a chance to meet you uh, possibly uh, in May. Do, did you know that we put your picture and your dad's picture on the uh, on Karnak on the, the story about the Crasherama? I, I saw that. I, I printed, it, printed it out. <laughs> okay, good. I wanted to make sure you saw it. Well, Lindsay, um, you know, I'm so glad that you, got to see, that you got to see that green mama jet car because when I saw it at uh, my local track, I was just, you know, I just thought that was really exciting. It's amazing what it does. And I just want to compliment you, honey, on the good work that you are doing for all those kids that are coming out to the track and I'm looking forward to meeting you and maybe helping you up and helping you out in May. We'll do some stuff together with the kids, okay? Okay, that sounds wonderful. All right, and and thanks so much to you and your dad for joining us tonight on Inside Florida Racing. We really appreciate you guys taking out, uh, you know, taking some time out of your evening and uh, joining us here on this show. And I look forward to speaking with you again, Lindsay. Thank you very much. All right, Lindsay. Uh, you have a good night. We'll, we'll see you again real soon. And thank you again for uh, joining us tonight. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, okay. Some, they some do a lot people. of hard work Absolutely. up there at that track to, for those kids. That's wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I was looking through their website, looking at um, all the different things they do. They have uh, go-kart races there on Friday and Saturday, as it looks like. Yeah, they've expanded that deal a lot. But uh, I think it's I think it's that time, Rob. You know what? I, I'm not even going to flash the light at you because I know you, you, you really. Unless, oh, come on. He loves that little flashy you know, light. Go ahead. Oh, flash okay. it right in his eyes. He okay. loves it. My biggest problem tonight is I have a toothache. It's driving me oh, crazy. No. I can't even wear my headphones. It's driving me crazy. But, uh, what's what's the red light all about? Get him. Get him. Uh, it means it's him time to go to. It means it's time to go to a break. And, Beautiful. Uh, we'll take care of you in the break. Hold on. We'll be back. Are you ready to win? If so, it's time to move up to Five Star Race Car Bodies. Five Star Race Car Bodies designs and manufactures the highest quality race car body components. Short tracks, drag strips, road courses, and even in the desert, Five Star has one driving passion to help you win. Five Star Race Bodies designs and manufactures for NASCAR, Grand Am, NHRA, IHRA, SCCA, Short Track Asphalt, Short Track Dirt, USAC, USAR, Hooters Pro Cup, and the ASA Late Model Series. Find out more today. 5starbodies.com. 
Hi, I'm Don O'Neill, driver of the number 71 race car, and you are listening to The Real Race in USA. Do you need to raise your land and business to new heights? Then you need to call Evergreen Development and Construction. They do it all, from land development, construction, drainage, excavating, site prep, and even environmental projects. No job is too big for Evergreen Development and Construction. Give them a call at 813-478-8847. And don't forget to check out the late model Evergreen Development Construction Race Team. They'll be at a track near you. And remember, just think green. Evergreen Development and Construction. 813-478-8847. Hi, this is David Strimmey, driver of the Atrius Holmes number 64 car for Rusty Wallace. And you're listening to Real Racing USA with Bill Green, Jack Smith, and Rick Angies. Remember Jack that, Rob? That was Jack missed it though. He he, he missed the he missed the guy going over there and he, punching he the guy. He missed it. Brian missed it. Didn't get any photos of it either. But that was that was really. I thought he was going to end up throwing his his uh, steering wheel at him. Well, they the funny part was heated. the funny part was is that the guy he was going after was not even the right guy. Yeah, I don't. And think we have photo- we have one of the photographers yeah. pointed that out and sent us a picture of the real deal. It was really funny. But anyway, yeah, it was well, thirty. The thirty nine was the one. Hey, that now, listen, you're keeping a very important up. man who is on who hold is right now. A very important. Who, man. Is it Steve? Who is it? It is Mr. Steve Dorr. Mr. Steve Dorr. Welcome to Inside Florida Racing, Mr. Dorr. How are we doing tonight? Doing really well. How are you? Not too bad. Well, well not too bad. How come you're not excited? Come we on, just man. woke him up. Did we really? Oh, did we? Are I'm we sorry that we woke him up, Rob? I'm not, no. I'm not sorry I woke you no. up, Steve. Wake up, man. Come on. It's your chance to shine, man. You can even plug your business and everything. Now, now, Steve, I believe you were the winner at Charlotte County Motorsports Park for the Pepsi 150, correct? Yes, ma'am. We lucked into one. The Pepsi Freeze 150. <laughs> it was cold, wasn't it? Yeah. It was freezing cold out. Yeah. Yes, I know it you were, was. He was tucked away up inside the hauler, I'll guarantee you. <laughs> but, you know, and I was one of those, uh, Brian and I were the, one of those uh, crazy fans out there that we uh, Stayed. We wrapped up in uh, jackets and blankets and looked like you Many know blankets. Eskimos because we were going to watch that race. We didn't care how cold it was. All right, Steve, let's get the skinny on you, man. What's going on with you in 2008? What's your big plans? Uh, I plan on excuse me. I plan on running at uh, speed at Speedfest the Lakeland, but it just got race car engineering got too busy, and we've been just wide open there and. And then Speed Week's come about for New Smyrna, and they called uh, Terry Roberts and them guys wanted me to do the parts truck again at Speed Week. So been over there for the last four days straight, and that's a, <clears throat> that's a deal where the shop's too busy to take any help from there. So I've done that on my own over there, and it ends up being from 9 in the morning until midnight every night. You're in a little parts truck all day, hard to leave and eat and, or, or even go to the bathroom or anything. So you're there. 15, 16 hours a day, and, and they've got a really good turnout of cars over there. They've got 150, 60 cars total. 
so the between the drivers and the crews they keep you hopping in the parts truck wide open and, and that's i'm just whipped today's the first day back i sent one of my other guys over there to do it and and just got home from the shop a few minutes ago and about half dead i feel like now steve you know your buddy bonehead here i would i would take care of the driving for you you know you just bring the cars over there i'll show up i'll yeah, take was, care of it I was going to get in touch with you and see if you couldn't do that for me. I've just been too busy to even pick up the phone and call. Man, that's too bad. Too bad, man. I could be making a little bit of side money or yeah, spending it, one or the other. Well, I mean, I know you'd be doing me a favor, and it's unfortunate that I haven't had a chance to call you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, sorry about the message we left you last week. After we left the message, we realized that you had already been scheduled to come on this week. So you actually got a good plug. Though. I like the message. It was funny. Oh, good, good. We glad we we're very glad we entertained they did you. Did it live over the air? Yeah, we did it on the air. Um, well, this thing we just didn't know what the situation was before we um, decided to have some fun at your expense. But uh, we're so glad that you're joining us tonight. Yeah, no, it was it was funny. I, I got a kick out of it when I listened to it. I had totally forgotten about the show last week. I was just going ninety to nothing, trying to get ready for speed weeks, and and uh, just overlooked it. So, Steve, let's talk about race car engineering a little bit. You know, it's you kind of talk about it passe because you're running that place and it's your business now. And um, that was a big undertaking for you to take that over, and it has been for you. Can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I had started a parts store before that. It was checker flag race car parts, and right? Little by little, here and there, and, and it was growing. And then when race car came available, and I got wind of it, I talked to Joe Hour, the previous owner, and we came to an agreement on it, and. And I didn't quite realize what I bought into. But the first uh, first six months to twelve months, uh, I definitely went to school. They I got an education at my expense, and I learned a lot, and I've enjoyed it. I, I enjoy doing it. It's overwhelming sometimes. I mean, it's it's what you love to do, but sometimes, I mean, it's just like the last few days. It's just fifteen, sixteen hour days, and it's not something you can walk away from and, and take a vacation because the place just doesn't stop. You know, people race all year in Florida. and I enjoy it. It gets sometimes it gets overwhelming, but for the most part, it's it's a lot of fun to do it, and it's definitely came a long way. I've gained, I've met a lot of new people. That's for certain. A lot of people that are fun to meet, and you get to know everybody, and you learn about every class, and it's a lot of fun. I guess. I mean, it's it's a job, though. Yeah. Um, what about how many years have you done that now? I guess I bought it four or five years ago. I've been doing the parts deal probably seven, eight years total with my own deal, and. I guess four or five years as race car, uh, as race car engineer, and then we've took it. Obviously, we moved it from Orlando to Lakeland, and then moved it again about a year and a half ago to our new location now, and that's worked out really well. It's much bigger, much more room, um, lots more parts, uh, able to able to service everybody. You know, it's from we've increased the dirt racing, the drag racing, the every form of asphalt from from the mini bombers all the way to super modifieds i mean everything in between and we've got just about everything in stock and we sell complete cars out of there we stock complete cars trailers i mean that every everything you can name to build a complete race car we have in stock just about and, and that's came a long way with you know people walk in there and it's like a candy store to them and, and people you know i meet customers all the time and they say man i hate, I hate coming to your place it's like a candy store i said i know the feeling every day when i leave I still race myself, so it's a candy store to myself. I mean, I can't hardly walk out of the place without buying stuff. I'm about my own best customer. Now, Steve, I've I've seen you race on asphalt, but I, what I was wondering was, uh, do you have any desire to race on dirt? Yeah, I'd like to do it sometime. I've practiced on it a few times a long time ago, and my dad, I grew up around it. My dad raced on dirt, and then my dad owned a dirt track in Michigan, and 
and I've never raced on it, but I've considered it, and Keith Nospich is a pretty good friend of mine out of Tampa, mm -hmm. and I've even talked with him a little bit in the past about um, buying one and having him help me here and there, and it's so much different. It's so different than asphalt. Everything you got to learn. You know, I just now got to where I could win on asphalt <laughs> two years ago. Just got where I was. I feel like I'm pretty decent. And, and the, you, everything you learn about asphalt, you got to forget to to, to set up on dirt. And with being so busy and not having time to learn it, I've just not done it yet. But with Ocala coming up, and Wayne Anderson's got a dirt car, and, and uh, Mike Bresnan bought one, and it makes and, you think uh, about it, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely fun. I go watch. I go to East Bay, you know, for the Nationals and different things throughout the year, and, and I help them with a the racetrack over there. So I'm over there 10, 12 times a year, and I've always enjoyed watching it, enjoyed it when my dad did it, but just time to learn it. And I've got mm -hmm. limiteds now and supers, and I don't have time to race them hardly, let alone get a dirt car. Yeah, you should get rid of that limited car, get out of that business altogether, keep your, your super, and uh, get you uh, one of these crate late models. Because I think it would be affordable, and uh, I know you'd have a good time at it. Maybe we'll split one. See, Rob wants to get wants to go dirt also. Sounds to me like he wants to team up with Steve. Yes, it oh, does. Yeah, you know, me and Steve have always been buddies, but he's got a nice hauler. He could carry two cars. <laughs> I got two of the. We got two of the Ford McGonagall, uh, brand new Ford McGonagall crate motors, the ASA crate motors on the floor at, uh, at Race Car Engineer right now. Two brand new ones. We're a dealer for them. So we sell them, and then um, of course we I sell some uh, sell some progressive spec motors for the limiteds and the supers. Um, but yeah, I think the I think the ASA deal looks like a lot of fun. It's just a lot of traveling to that. And, but the the dirt deal, they've got the, a lot of people stepping into that uh, crate motor dirt stuff, and, and they got a lot of big paying races for that, and that looks like a lot of fun too. Mm -hmm. we're, we're selling to a lot of those customers now. Well, I, I hope that uh, you can continue to uh, you know your business to grow. I know. Uh, it's a hard business to be in, but I'm going to say as a racer out there, I bought parts from you, and you guys seem to, to always be able to get the parts to me quick, you know, and um, I, I don't uh, I, I don't like the 10% the more i got to pay because I know you. That sucks, <laughs> but um, I learned last time I just acted like anybody and got a better deal, so that worked. And I tell you, I got, yeah, I'm sure you 10% more. Um, Steve, it doesn't take you an hour and a half hey. to watch sixty minutes, does it? No. <laughs> See, that that extra ten percent is for you know for his hassle of having to deal with you, Rob. That's right. We're putting on. We got. I got a great group group of guys at the shop. That I mean, everybody. Tell us about them. Man, I just I got four guys on the phones, and and they all do. Every one of them races, and they do a great job. Their customer service is really good. Their knowledge is really good. I feel like you know we we offer a good selection of parts. I feel like our prices are competitive, and and I feel like I've I've stocked the place with knowledge. You know the the guys that work there are pretty knowledgeable, and what they don't know they they dig to find you an answer. You know if we don't know the answer, we get back with you. Sometimes it's a little longer than we'd like to take to get back to you because we're so busy. But ninety nine percent of the time before the end of the day they've they've gotten back to you, and and we bounce off each other. You know, every one of us races something different, whether it be a super to a modified to trucks to mini stocks. So if I don't if I don't know the answer, you know one of the other guys usually does. But I've been fortunate with being able to to have good people work there that feel like I got good, honest, helpful, uh, customer service oriented people, and and that's well, when you get guys like that, that's the key, and it definitely has made a race car successful with the people that I got working there. And that goes from the ladies in the office all the way down to the people in the shipping department, all, all the way in between. I just I've been real fortunate with the people I've been able to hire. Steve, no matter what they say about you, man, listen. 
The fact of the matter is, you're being a little, uh, you're underselling it here. You basically took that name, um, race car engineering, and and you and you took it to a whole nother level, man. You really did. And Steve, now yeah. do you have a you website did. for? Absolutely. Do you Absolutely, ha- you did. Do you have a website for the business online for people to go and take a look? Yeah, and that's one thing that I'm probably not the most proud of about what I've done is it's when I bought it, it had a website, it was www.racecareng.com. It's got a full online catalog, but it was done in the late 90s. Joe Auer did it, and in its day, it was really a nice website. But it, it's time to be updated, and I've concentrated so much on taking care of the customers and, and increasing the inventory and more organization in the place and better shipping and lower shipping costs. Mm-hmm. I know a guy. Well, Steve, I was going to say, Rob and I know a guy. I know a guy. I know a guy that could really help you out. really good on with computers. I mean, he's got an awesome set and of he, tools. And he won't charge you an extra 10% because you know Rob. I can't I can't get that guy if it's Mr. Jack Smith. But he won't do it. I've tried, and that guy, he's he got a little fast. Well, he'll call you back. He'll get back with you on the third email. Hey, you know what? You know what, Steve? Uh, why don't you uh, tell the folks out there a couple of these drivers' names that work for you over there? That might be interesting. We got John Lovelady, which he's he's an interesting character. Yeah, <laughs> he's real good in the modified. He, he won a bunch of races in the Imca modified, and then uh, he won races in super late models. He's won races in street stocks, and very very good uh, amount of background of knowledge in racing because he's done it his whole life, but. Very, very knowledgeable in the late model department as far as the parts guy. Absolutely. Excellent knowledge-based person. Raymond's his cousin, and, and of course, his dad's Perry Lovelady, which is still racing. Raymond's an awesome driver, uh, very good in late models, won several modified and late model races. He, again, is an awesome customer service person, um, very knowledgeable. He does a great job for me. And then we have Craig Cazone, which his dad, a lot of people know as Ray Cazone from the radio and 97 Country Car. Um, very good sportsman knowledge and, and force owner knowledge. He's young, but he's man. He's he's done a great job. He's worked for me three years, and he's just came miles in them four years. And Jason Rendell, he was my first guy that ever came to work for me at race car. I kind of threw him to the wolves, and I tell you, he's been a he's definitely been a key player. He uh, very knowledgeable, very good. Uh, he kind of he's kind of the second line there, and just. Can't say enough about any of them. I mean, each and every one of them is great people, but Jason's knowledge is, is unbelievable. He does a great job, and now he's actually in the purchasing department. Still does a lot of the sales, but he does a lot of the purchasing now. And and then I uh, got a couple girls in the office that make the whole deal run as far as the the back part of it. But it's definitely you know I I've worked hard at it, but I would have to say that the, the credit would honestly you hear it a thousand times from other people and this and that, but a lot of that credit to the place's growth and to the place's success definitely the the people that i got working there i guess maybe i picked them people or was fortunate enough to fall into them people but they have definitely been the key to the success of the place i mean it's just they really do a good job for me i'm i'm happy i got each and every one of them and of course all your wonderful customers out here have uh helped uh pay those bills along the way too you got to thank without, all them. Without them without them people i wouldn't need none of the guys i got there that's for certain so you've been over at new smyrna all week yeah yep they've uh actually i figured out that was going to be a big body fest we last year we got our butt kicked without having enough uh, body parts to sell and so this year man i i piled up on body parts and we loaded the trailer and i gangbustered that place going over there and 
I was there for four days this week, and I just they had 30 late models and 30 crate late models and 20 limited late models and close to 25, 26 modifieds in, in the Emcos, and I just knew the first night, man, we're going to tear up some cars, and I'm, I better be ready to sell these body parts. I had everything organized and laid out so I could be prepared at the end of the night, and, and I was there four days. I sold a nose piece, three fenders, and two bumper bars in four days is all I sold in body parts. <laughs> I was over. I just was knew I was going to sell a ton, and they they've actually been pretty good about not tearing up the cars. Uh, last night they tore up a few more than what they had, but for the most part, it's been it's been pretty good racing over there. Give them time, Steve. Give them time. Yeah, just give so, them a uh, more time. Who's uh, who's been really uh, sticking out over there? Man, I tell you, in the supers, it's been um, Timmy Russell right out of the bag. Was first two nights that fast time, um, first ninety one. And then the second night, you know, he started outside pole the first night he won, and then the second night he was fast time, and he started 10th. And I thought, you know, we'll see what he's got now. And he drove from 10th to 2nd, and he ended up 2nd to Jeff Choquette, who started on the pole that night. And he ran really good, Timmy did. Really put on a good show and did a nice job. And then um, uh, the last night, again, Jeff Choquette won. He started 4th, and, man, his car just looked awesome last night. He did a, he did a good job also. Um, Jackie Landis has been running real good over there. Ryan Sieg's ran real good. Um, uh, and uh, I'll tell you, Ricky Carmichael driving for Dickie Anderson. Um, first night, Ricky got in a wreck, but uh, last night, I think last night he ended up seventh, but the night before there, he qualified fifth, and I think he either ran fourth or fifth and ran a real competitive fourth or fifth. Now, what's going on there? What's going on there? Why is uh, he driving uh, for Dick? What happened with Jeff and Dick? They have a little falling out? No, 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 Choquette didn't have a falling out. It was a deal that um, Choquette was just going to drive his own car at Speed Week. And, right. of course, Dickie, that's what he does for a living. You know, that's kind of his game is taking care of young kids and, and teaching them to drive and doing setups and, and renting cars out. And That's the way Dickie's made his living here the last six, eight years. And, and Ricky Carmichael's going to the Bush East deal and just needing some seat time. He hasn't raced circle track a bunch. And mm-hmm. and uh, I think Mike Fritz and and. Pine and Dickey all kind of put a deal together for Carmichael. You know, they get nine days of racing and gives him quite a bit of seat time. Gets him in a good car, a quality car, and Dickey knows that place, obviously. His car won the last few races there, so I think it was just good for Dickey financially. I think it's good for Ricky because he's with a good team and a good car, and and I think for everybody involved, I think it's just really a good deal for him. Steve, Steve, you know, I think uh, as soon as Ricky decides uh, he gets a want-to going, I think he'll start winning. You know, I've watched him a few times. And questioned his ability, you know, like I wasn't certain if, if he was going to make it or not. And, this, you know, he's an awesome motorcycle, obviously, that, that goes without saying. But this week I've watched him pretty close, and, and he just came a long way. He's, he really yep. looks good this week in Dick's yep. car. You know, if you've, got Dick in, if you've got Dick in your ear, okay, and you're in his car, you know that's top-notch equipment as much as anybody else has got. And uh, Dick knows how to get around there, so he can sure give you some uh, helpful uh tunes in your air while, while you're going around now uh that's the deal they got fritz he's even another key player yeah like fritz spotting for him and mike everybody knows is an awesome late model driver and he definitely has put together you know he's definitely got a good team but taking nothing away from the rest of them guys i mean timmy russell's got cam over there and mike garvey helping them and there's choquette with dennis reno and i mean there there's there's some heavy hitters over there i mean jackie landis is a good driver there's they got wayne anderson helping the sieg and He's not. He's not a. He doesn't have a team above and beyond. I mean, there's eight, nine teams that are of equal quality teams to, to him, and 
So his, his performances have been good, but, you know, you'd expect it out of Dickie's car. You know, you don't expect bad performances, and he's definitely done a good job. What do you reckon the rent is on that? Uh, <laughs> I, th- I think I know, but I, I don't think that... Well, you can spit it, it out. We can, we can speculate all we want. Uh, well, it was probably $100 million. We'll go oh, come on. Hey, Steve. <laughs> hey, Steve, listen, here's the deal, man. We're up against the clock. What we're going to do is... Uh, we're going to let you uh, make some money this year a little bit, get you, get your feet settled in, and uh, then we're going to get you back and talk about promoters. <laughs> okay? Wait, yeah. before he goes, can I ask one quick question? Sure. Hey, you mentioned Michigan earlier in a track up in Michigan. I'm just sort of wondering, his, his where in Michigan? Yeah, his dad, where in Michigan? My dad owned Butler Motor Speedway, which is just... It's about 15 miles into Michigan, up I-69 from Indiana. He okay. raced there when I was a kid, and then few years ago we bought that place it was a three-eighths mile bank dirt track and and he owned it for four or five years and now he sold that i'm never out the track i know where butler is though i, I grew up in the thumb myself so excellent well this place you know steve uh as always it's always nice to uh talk to you dude and uh i hope you get to race a little bit more you know i've been so busy too i haven't got to fix my car since i froze up my oil pump out there at charlotte but that's good for the rest of the field rob no, it's not <laughs> Hey, Steve will tell you, you don't have no problems with me. No, I don't have no problems with no problem me. Problem with me. Either going to DeSoto, the 23rd, or Ponte Gorda. I, I, if I get my Super done, I'm going to go there with DeSoto, and if I don't, I'm probably going to run the limited race at Ponte Gorda again. Okay. All right. Well, All hopefully right. in March, maybe I'll have my car back together. We'll get to see each other on the track. We'll call Race Car Engineer, and we can sell you some parts put it back together. You know and, I will. And charge him an extra 10%, Steve. An extra, extra 15 now. A 15 now. <laughs> see? We just make it a better and better deal for Rob. Yeah, I'll be calling. Thanks, see thanks you so much for joining us, Steve. Bye. See you. Yeah, thanks. Bye. All right, there you go. Uh, race Car Engineering, Steve Doerr, driver of the number 10 Super Asphalt Late Model, and also uh, the number 10 Limited Late Model that mm-hmm. runs... Uh, Pretty much all the time at Charlotte, and he runs uh, some big races. You know, he does downplay himself. Oh yeah, 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 he terribly because he does. I he only does it on the radio. He's I, humble. <laughs> he's being humble. There's nothing you know, wrong with that. He only does that on yeah, the radio. You're right. And speaking of New Smyrna, when uh, were we talking th- about th- New Smyrna? This, uh, this uh, Friday is the uh, modified reunion big deal over there. They got the um, big big deal going on. All these northern people coming down who are. Uh, Old time modified uh, stars, and they got all the fans mm-hmm. coming to see them. And uh, we're actually going to record a whole bunch of interviews over there. We set up the equipment, let them guys uh, have at it. Oh, good. Yeah, that that's the night of the uh, Richie Evans Memorial. Uh, that's the the big modified race. They have more modified racing going on at New Smyrna during this time than any time of the year in Florida. And then on the the Saturday, this Saturday night will be uh, the Pete Orr. Memorial 125, which is um, the big finale, the super late model race, the night before Daytona. Okay. And that's the night we give away the uh, Pedor Sportsmanship Award for 2008. So in next, uh, like next Wednesday, next Tuesday, uh, Monday when we do this show, yeah. there's going to be another picture up there on that wall. All right. Yeah. Well, very good. We look forward to that. And now, uh, Master Control over there. Do we need to go ahead and take a break? Yeah, what we're going to do is we're going to go, uh, we're going to take a little trip down uh, Dixie Highway, as a matter of fact. All right. Let's roll.
we burn Rowdy reputation Learning lessons of the heart A recent revelation Found a place to start It's highway Can you hear me? Sometimes we ride along
Hi, this is David Strimmey, driver of the Atrius Holmes number 64 car for Rusty Wallace. And you're listening to Real Racing USA with Jack Smith and Rick Angies. People are going to be confused thinking they're listening to the wrong show. This is Inside Florida Racing with CeCe and Rob. And That's right. We We've got, got Jack Brian. over there, and Brian stepped outside. He's on. Where's he at? He went, <laughs> he went outside. But uh, I believe on the phone we uh, have a young man that I ran into at the New Hendry uh, Speedway Saturday night. Did you apologize? Did I apologize for running into him? Yeah, no. I didn't run into him physically. I didn't hit him. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I hit you, Justin? No, ma'am, you didn't. See? <laughs> See, Rob? How you doing, Justin? Pretty good. I'm on my way home from work. Yeah. Well, everybody on the uh, phone with us is Justin Showkett, and uh, he's related to Jeffrey, your cousins, right? Yes, ma'am. All right, and I saw him out racing at the New Hendry Speedway Saturday night in his uh, number 97 late model, and it was a really interesting race, Justin, and it was, you know, you went back and forth with Roger uh, Krause and Sean Smith and uh, staying up there in that top three. Um, the fans were loving it, very exciting, right down to that final lap where uh, you ended up third. Yeah, uh car was a little loose, um. You know, I ended up missing a setup of pretty much. Uh, always like that. I mean, uh, always like Rod, racing with Roger or uh, Sean. They're very good racers, and uh, you know they won't push you out of the way or nothing like that. Enjoy, enjoy, really enjoy. You know, having a good run with them. So does Jeff rough you up when he's out there on the track? Actually, that was the best. Uh, actually, that was the best racing that I can ever remember was me when me and Jeff are used to. Uh, Run the mini stock. Really? I mean, because, oh, yeah. You know, just family kind of always race with each other. And uh, he knows how I race, and we, I know how he races. And, I mean, people would always think we'd be hitting, but we'd be so close. We would never, you know. There's been a little, you know, little rubs here and there. I mean, don't get me wrong, but, you know. I really enjoy racing with Jeffrey, but since he's been in that ASA and everything else, you know, I every once in a while he'll getting that dirt late model that he has but yeah he'll just give that thing to me let me try to drive that thing yeah he he has become uh, that of a superstar these days as far as uh racing around here in the state of florida um he's still pretty cordial though <laughs> yeah isn't he is he still nice to you he's still been talking to us oh uh, no he is he, he's a lifesaver so is my uncle my uncle's all uh, the one where I get the knowledge about setting the cars up and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. So is that what you started out doing? Uh, tell us about your career in racing and uh, what you started out in as the, that's put you where you're at today. Um, well, in 97, uh, I think Jeffrey got into it a little bit, little bit before I did. He got into it six months earlier, but we all raced go-karts together. Uh, 97 up there at Port uh, St. Lucie. I mean, Fort Pierce, Hopestown, and then we did a... Uh, Florida Karting Association for a couple of years. Went from there, and then we were started off in the mini stocks and everything out Thundercross, and uh, raced those for a couple of years. And Jeffrey ended up getting a late model and practicing that every every weekend for about a year. And he went off into late models, and I stayed in mini stocks. I didn't have the money. I don't, you know. So I just do it for fun. 
Well, every time we have on the show, he don't have a pile of money either. Is what he's saying. It's tough for him to make it to these shows sometimes. So no, no, he's he's spent, he's spending a lot to get where he's at. You know, he's he's doing he's doing very well. Yeah, he definitely is. Uh, I guess spending it in the right direction, and uh, you know, it it shows. You know, hard work and determination uh, shows and, and race wins. And uh, I'm sure the same is going to happen for you if you continue to work at at uh, racing this late model. Uh, how many wins have you had out there at uh, uh, Henry County? Uh, I've had a couple. I've I've always had more bad luck than good luck, honestly. Now, now, Justin, what did you think of track conditions Saturday night? Oh, <laughs> are you okay? What <laughs> <laughs> happened? You fall down? Just it was a handful. Well, I know. I mean, it, it looked like there were some deep ruts in the dirt that was eating late model tires up. Yeah, yeah. You should have seen my tires after the race; they were completely gone. I was, I was just luckily to stay, stay in third. I had a somebody ended up getting underneath me uh, off of turn four, so I fell back to fourth. Ended up getting my spot back. Then another car, number ten, he got up underneath me in another corner. Then I got my spot back, and I just, I, it was a third place car that night. It was just there was nothing I could do. I was just trying to hold on to what I had. Now, where do you go from here? Where will you be racing next? Uh, we'll be doing a Ken Ken Kenny series. Um, it's uh, United or uh, United Dirt League Mall Association. I don't. I don't. Ocala. So are you February twenty ninth. Twenty ninth to Ocala, then. Yes, ma'am. Oh, then we'll see you there. Yes, I'll be trying to do everything. You know, whatever wherever Ken's going is. I told him that. I'd, you know, Tampa back at Lewiston one time. I think. Uh, yeah, I think you're talking about the race that's coming up on, like on March 8th that they're doing down there at Clewiston, which is supposed to be a really big deal. Um, their second annual Ponce de Leon race at uh, New Hendry Speedway. But, hey, Justin, I, we look forward to seeing you up at the track at Ocala. Now, have you gone up and, and taken a look at it? Have you, um, you know, done Practiced. any practice laps on it yet? Yeah, the very first, uh, the, I think it was the very first practice that they had there. It was. A, I like the track. Don't get me wrong. It's a, it's, it's challenging turn one and two down there. Mm-hmm. I bet. Dog leg there, but I like the track. It's it's, it's a very nice track. It's more of a moral track than a baseball dirt down there. At Blue. Blue. So exactly. So, so yeah. tell me when when you drive into turn one there, and uh, it, it, can you get right back in and stab it, or you got to play with it all the way around there? No, you you can get back in it, but it's just such a big weep and turn. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. Well, I ain't never I ain't never been to a track like that. So just for diving in that first corner the first time was you know experience. I'm gonna say definitely that the crate motors at um, Ocala, I believe, are gonna be they're gonna race faster than mm-hmm. the supers will when it comes to looking at the lap times throughout a 50 lap race or something like that. Yeah, I think it'll definitely be interesting. Uh, well, how much money does it cost to uh, build a car like you have? You got a crate motor in it. Yes, sir, I do. So, I how much you got in your car? Uh, I have fifty. Uh, the motor we got was a six hundred four crate. It's fifty one hundred dollars. Fifty one hundred bucks. It averages between five five thousand to six thousand dollars wherever you can find it. What about your car? Uh, it's a GRT one Uh, you can get any kind. I mean, my uncle, my uncle just bought that. Just uh, I think it's an 06 Rocket. I think he bought it for eighty six hundred. A roller, ready to put a motor in? Yeah, uh, I don't know if it was. A, uh, I don't know if they come with the shocks and the springs and everything, but he had his own motor, so he put his own motor and everything else in like that. But 
I'm sure you could find, you know, cheaper chassis out there, four or five thousand dollars. So you know, between between ten and fifteen thousand, you could have a good car out there on the track, Jack. Well, yeah, sir. Yeah. Hey. Pe- pe- Hey, Justin, I really appreciate you uh, making time for us tonight and, and joining us on Inside Florida Racing. And I will come find you in the pits up at Ocala on the 29th. I'm looking forward to it. Hey, Justin, okay. uh, take it easy and uh, keep on racing. You going to be at the races this weekend? Uh, probably, if anything, I'll probably go up there and watch Jeffrey Saturday. Okay. Uh, watch, watch it up there last night of, uh, for New Smyrna. All right, we'll see you on the 29th. All right. Bye, Y'all Justin. Thanks. There you have it, Justin Choquette, another one of the racing showcats. That's what they ought to be called, the racing the showcats. The racing showcats. Yeah, I like that one. Do we got to take uh, a break, Jack? No. We, well, okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What are we doing? What are we doing? I don't hey, know. What, what we want to do is you guys tell us about Henry County, man. Well, I, I'll tell you what. I'm going to. Um, you want so us if, to tell you about Henry County yeah, while you get uh, our next guest on Roger, the line? Roger uh, Krause. Yeah, the big winner um, at New Henry. Well, it was it was my first time to venture over there. Yeah, both of us. Yeah, and um, found that from Charlotte County, driving over to Clifton was a really nice drive, an easy drive over there, probably about, what, 75 miles from radio hey, station to track. It, it was uh, a great track. drive, and, and, you know, other... Unlike when we went up to uh, East Bay. Unlike driving up 75, yeah. And all the traffic Thursday. I mean, you know, from Sarasota on up, the traffic's thick and heavy and wicked. And driving out there was a totally different thing. You know, nice, wide, two-lane road. Try and not go 70 miles an hour out there on 74. It was was a, a great ride out there. Okay, yeah, it was. It was a nice ride and real easy for, you know, people to get there. But, um, you know, got to the track and the first time out there, and it's it's, it's a smaller track. And, um, you know, they have plenty of, plenty of seating and they, and I, don't, I don't know. It, it was different. It was the, only my second dirt track I've ever been to. I'm, I'm used to going to East Bay. So, so it's, it's, it's different from East Bay. But um, you know, had a had a really nice time up there. Met the owner Chris. You know, um, it's was the track the round. Was the track round? Was the track round? The, the, the track was the shape of a triangle. Rob, pull up the really? picture on the, pull the it's picture. A Pocono. It's I, Pocono. It's a Pocono track. I put the picture up on the website. But uh, the the big winner of the night Saturday up at New Hendry and uh, was Roger Kraus in his number thirty two late model. And Roger, are you on the line with us? Yes, ma'am. I am. Hey, Roger. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Well, you had a great night Saturday night. The uh, the the fight between you and Sean Smith and Justin Choquette was a, a made it very entertaining for all the fans in the stands Saturday night. And now, if I get this right, this is the first time in this class that you beat Sean Smith at New Hendry Speedway, correct? At that racetrack, yes. Uh-huh. At that racetrack, and um, and how did you feel accomplishing this? Um. Uh, Providing that he won every late model race there was last year, I thought it was a um, pretty good feat. <laughs> yeah. Now, let's not get it confused now. Roger's no rookie. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying that he is. <laughs> um, he's Roger Krause has been racing. Roger, tell our folks how long you've been racing and where you got your start in racing. I've been racing since 1984, um, what, 24 years now. And um, I got my start in racing from my grandfather and my dad. My grandfather owned Harry's Transmission Service, which owned um, cars driven by Bobby Alexander and Frank Riddle and Jim Alvis back in the 70s and 80s. And 
and then my grandfather passed away, and my dad still owns the car, is a part of the car that Bobby Alexander drives at East Bay, the late model number 15. Right. But um, I, I have my own deal going and never have gotten a chance to drive for him yet, but uh, Bobby is in his later years now, so I see the opportunity coming here next year, next couple years. So you think you're going to get in it? I'm going to get in the 15, yeah. You're going to get in it. Nobody's going to snag it from you. You're not going to give it to some 15-year-old kid that comes up? No. Um, <laughs> I'll probably drive for my dad next year. I, w- I would say if, if, um, chances are pretty good that I'll probably be driving a 15 car next year. So, Roger, um, what did you think of the conditions at, at New Hendry and... Um, I, I know it seemed like the track was a, a little rough in in some of the in some of the corners, and it seemed like some drivers were having problems with tires. Um, it was very dry. It was very dusty for for the fans. Um, it was. It, see, you can't tell you can't tell that when you're driving the car. Mm-hmm. You don't get no dust or nothing in the car. Um, you don't know what the fans are getting. The last time we were there, I think uh, Sean won. I think it was in. January, January 9th or something. Uh, Sean won. I finished second. No, Jeff Chiquette won. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Chiquette won. And I finished second. I don't even think Sean was there. He was at Brunswick. Um, but anyway, um, the racetrack was good then. Saturday, I thought the racetrack was in perfect shape other than the holes. I don't know why it developed holes right through the right where the, like, like the holes are only, were only right where the right rear needed to run through and it kind of made it difficult to Hold on to the car. When you compare the two tracks, East Bay and uh, Hendry County, there are they two entirely different places from a driver's perspective? Yeah, East Bay is a fast momentum uh, corners. You, you drive the car extremely fast and hard through the corners, and New Hendry, you got to um, slow down and be patient through the corners. You can't just drive it in there like you can East Bay. It, it won't hold. Yeah, I was really noticing that when we went Thursday night with the with the uh, Lucas Oil series that was there. That it really do seem like they really drive off in the corner there into turn one into you know into turn one um, a ton, and then as the surface wears out, you got to kind of control that a little bit. Yeah, you got to as, as the track goes away at East Bay, even yeah, you do have to slow down as the night goes on. But even at your slowest time at East Bay. The worst track conditions at East Bay is like your, um, I would say, your best track conditions down in New Henry. you, you got to slow down that much. Really? Yeah. Well, that makes a finesse drive, you know, and uh, even more now, uh, are you? Are they run just crate motors there? Or they let you run what you brung pretty much? They're not worried about anybody having a faster motor? No, you can, you can run um, anything you want there. Um, the crate motor just seems to handle the dirt surface better than any other motor there. For the track, the track's a little bit smaller than East Bay, and um, the surface is no, nowhere near the grip East Bay has. The, the, the track surface reminded me of what an infield at, at a baseball yeah, it's the same looks like. It's the same. same kind of dirt as that baseball diamond. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not that yeah. black. It's it, not that black uh, mixed. It was East Bay has lots and lots and lots of asphalt mixed in with that dirt, don't they? Um, What's don't what, what has East Bay got for a surface? Because that turns into a weird. Um, but I saw you. Are you talking about when you see the black forming? I saw that also at New Hendry. Yeah, that's like rubber from your tire. Yeah. It lays, starts. It gets hard and 
rubber starts coming off the tires, and the more the more it rubber lays down on the track, the better it actually gets. It'll start getting like um, like a wet, fast track. It'll mm-hmm. start getting grip on it, mm-hmm. and uh, you can start going fast again once it starts laying the rubber down. So, Roger, uh, what what's on tap for you in 2008? Where are we going to see you at mostly? Uh, you'll probably see me at the um, Ken Kenny. The, the new series that he's forming. Um, Ocala on the 29th. It's got a lot of letters in it. We know that. Um, yeah. The, um, part of Dirt Challenge series. Mm-hmm. There you go. He changed it to the United United Dirt Challenge, late model Dirt Challenge series. <laughs> yeah, there you yeah, go. It's got too many names in it. So, so we'll There's see you. There's six of them. Yes. There's six words in that. So we'll see you up in Ocala on the 29th. Yes, I will be. I went to Ocala a few weeks ago and practiced in this extremely good surface it is um like white lime rock mixed with gumbo and um it's real real tacky it's real grippy so i don't know what that's going to do i don't know everybody's going to that's going to be a now will you be back a new adventure now will you be back down at new hendry uh for march 8th and the uh second annual uh ponce de leon race yeah i'll be there too yeah for that one do you know who ponce de leon was uh roger um is it called Ponce de Leon? That's what that's what I was told. No, it's not. That's what she said. So I just hey, I Rob, just came back Rob, with you. Ought, you ought to you ought to knock it off. I, I have just I have no idea it. what it's called. Hey, hey Roger, I, I got I got a, I actually have a serious question for you, man. When, when you uh, um, over the years, like I was I was telling these guys, like since I've been covering racing in Florida, I mean, there's been like a bunch of different ownerships and stuff down at um, New Henry County. How do you see how that place is developing these days? I mean, I don't want to get you in trouble. I just, you know, asking your your I, general I, opinion. I real I did not know that I didn't know the history of Henry County Speedway. I knew it was called Clewiston, and I knew it was called Henry County. Then I knew it was called the New Henry County, but I didn't know it involved different owners until last year. I didn't know Chris's first year in the, owning the racetrack was last year. I did not know that until um, Ken Kenny was explaining it to me, but um. It seems like it's moving right along. He needs to. He needs to. Um, he's trying to do the right thing. He needs to advertise a little better. I think. I think he would have had a lot more cars if he would have advertised for Saturday night. I think some of them guys from East Bay would have came there. But um, I know that Karnak had an advertisement for him for a couple weeks or a couple different weeks, and um, I don't know why it just didn't pan out for him. I don't know if he needs to advertise in the Tampa Tribune or something to bring some cars up there down there. Or what? How, I don't. How many cars did he have? He only had eight. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he probably should have done. He should. Oh, he was expecting. I know he was expecting a lot more than that. I know that for sure. There was he might have had, had ten. I'm not sure. But I'm yeah. Not. At times they had 88 at East Bay, and you know what that means? That means oh. uh, 60 of them weren't racing. Yeah. It should, <laughs> some of them, if they'd have known about it, I think would have went down there. Huh. I don't know. It was good for me anyway. Well, we'll That's right. To, That's right. We'll try to do some definite advertising for him and push these uh, late model shows. You know, uh, I, I want to see him be big. To, I think he needs some advertising for um, for what he's trying to do. I think he's got a good thing going down there. If you can just get the people in the cars, to keep well, go. Well, the twenty ninth will be huge. And we're going to be we're going to be talking to uh, Ken Kenny uh, in a few minutes, and I'm sure he'll have some. Uh, some more insights into how things. When you've been down there before, is that uh, like an average car count in the late models, or is it? Has there been more? Um, 
No, there's only been a, 10 or 12 like, every time. I got gotcha. you. Now, there there was, when Ken Kenny put a show on one time, I think the first time during last year, March. Yeah. There, they had like 17 cars. It was a pretty good show for that kind of, that track. That right. That size. It was good. It was good. I still didn't do very well in my car, but it was a good show. Well, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, Roger, what did, what do you think about the number seventy seven? He he was having some problems out there on the track Saturday night. No, um, yeah, he's when Ingersoll. He's he's from down there. He came to East Bay a few times, and um, he tore his car up big time. Yeah, he's he's wild. He's crazy. But he's a good guy. I like him. He talks to me all the time. He's just he's just not used to the late model. He don't. I was really surprised. A lot of motor in his yeah. car for that type of racetrack. I was really surprised, Roger, because you know he kept coming back out on the track. I know he kept. He kept ripping it up and coming back out and ripping it up some more. And you know the the, the fans in the stands around me, you know, several times went, "Wow, why, why is he back out there?" You know, and he's the show. You remembered him. You don't even remember the winner, Harley, but you remembered him. Oh, I remember <laughs> Roger. <laughs> How can you forget? Roger Krause out there, and I bet it was a good race, though, you know, between those guys up front there. Did you guys yeah, jockey I, back and forth, or did you just take it? No, he, he got under, I started driving my car easy, and when you drive your car easy, you have to change your rhythm, you kept to change the way you drive, and it was kind of harder for me to drive, and I kept going too high or whatever, he kept getting under me, and so I just started driving it hard again, and just, I, just, I didn't know he was that close to me, you can't tell when you're out there racing. Now, was, now was, by he, he you're, you're referring to Sean. Yeah. Sean. Sean Smith, did, yeah. Was he driving his new car? Um, No, I think it was a TNT. I don't know if that's the new one or not. Was it orange? He still yeah. got an orange car? Yeah, that's his new car. Yeah. I think the other one's a GRT. I'm not sure. I know he's supposed to be bringing the new one out, but I guess we'll have to get him on no, to find out. No, he don't have the new one. It's in the powder coat shop. He was telling me that Saturday. I remember him telling me. All right. <sighs> We got to go, Roger. It was nice to uh, have you on the show. We'll have you on again, Matt. Okay. We're going to interview uh, drivers there on the uh, 29th, so we'll come find yeah. you at a good time. I'll be at East Bay this week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday for the Open Wheel Nationals. That's right. Oh, are you gonna be, so you're going to be driving? Modified. Oh, yeah. Awesome. There'll be a ton of them there, too. Oh, yeah. see, that would be, that yeah, this would be is, some good this is Roger's. This is Roger's bread and butter, ain't it, Roger? Yes, sir. This, <laughs> this is what I wait for all year long. Now, um, if if I can get up there um, for that, um, what what car will you be driving then for the open wheels? It's a thirty-two, just like it looks, just like my late model. Okay. Yeah. Who, who's okay. your sponsors, Roger? Real quick. Coastal Trucking, um, United Equipment, uh, United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series on my modified for this week, promoting Ocala Race and uh, uh, Loaded Bull Sports Bolt Bar. That's pretty much it. All right, that's cool. Uh, we appreciate it, Roger. Uh, yeah, Roger, thanks so much. I'll yeah. see, y'all thir- see y'all Thursday. All right. <laughs> if not, we'll see you hey, at Ocala, we'll, definitely. We'll see you in Ocala on the 29th for sure, so don't tear everything up too bad. Okay. All well, right. Late model's done until then, so we'll All right. go. Well, good okay. luck with those modifieds, man. Tear them up. Well, not literally. You know what I mean. <laughs> thanks. All right, Bye, man. Roger. Talk Take to you later. Bye. All right, there you have it. Roger Krause from uh, Tampa, Florida. Yeah. yeah so Turn your mic on. That hurt. Turn my, it helps. Turn my mic on. Turn yeah. that thing on. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, Rob. Yeah. Uh, ask her uh, about her experiences. Ask him. Who? Who are they? Well, I think they. Uh, who are these people? Ask who. Yeah. Oh, Cece. What do you mean, ask her? <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Who's the girl in the corner about over the there? the experience at the yeah. racetrack. Yeah. So how was the food? <laughs> food was good. It goes straight to the food. Um, the the food was good. I mean, was the beer cold? 
I didn't drink any beer. Was the beer cold? Mountain Dew is cold. The okay. Mountain Dew, yeah. I'm proud well, of you. Well, they guys. got a little a different there. Mountain you know, Dew. Like at Charlotte County or something, they they've got their uh, area, their little concession area where they're mm-hmm. just selling the beer and soda out of, and then they've got a bunch of people there and trailers. I mean, there was a barbecue right. shack there. There was a guy with uh, that's called a food court. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. They were independent food, you know, right. food vendors there. But you know, they have a really cute little playground for kids, Rob. Right. Which is something you I I have not seen at most tracks. Something I'm going to tell you that you may not realize is that, you know, the racetracks generally started out with having an area for kids to play, and the kids over the years tore them down, and the tracks didn't replace them. Mm-hmm. Um, but the kids always used to keep themselves busy. There's always a football game going on behind the grandstands. Have you ever noticed that? Behind any racetrack at any time, there is a football game going on under the grandstands. Now, that I haven't, I haven't seen yet, but I, I did see Swatch next time I, you go. I did see a lot of kids having fun playing in the dirt Saturday night. And, um, Let them find a ball, any kind of ball, and it will turn into a makeshift football game now, at I, the racetrack. But I did run do. into, or actually, I was spotted. I was spotted Saturday night by, by uh, Christian Osberger, yes. who we've had on our show. He's a young man, uh, right? The 12-year-old, yes, and uh, who races the double zero there, out yeah. there. She was jealous stock? of his red hair. Uh, yeah, mini he's got, stock? He, yeah. And uh, he, he saw me walking around in the pits. He came up to me and goes, are you C.C. Brooks from Inside Florida Racing? And I said, yeah. And Isn't so that nice? He was really sweet and met his parents. And um, we met a, another young driver out there uh, who drove a sprint car, drives a sprint car, uh, Wyatt Cornelli. And um, Wyatt sort of had a, had a rough night. He's from Lee County. Had a rough night out on the track. Twelve um, years old in a sprint car. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he had a rough uh, a night there. A 660, I think. is. What does he think? He's Jeff Gordon? Yeah. 600. <laughs> a 600, they, is they it? Were, they were running 600 and 750s yeah. together in a class. Now, he had a rough night that, but he told us that he uh, he won he won did. his first race in his fifth time out. Yeah. Wasn't that it? Yeah, he he did. He was up at East Bay and uh, and did good up there. Now, I'll tell you, Rob, we actually ran into a few drivers up there that had been up at East Bay. Yeah. And, and actually, I, ran, I talked to one guy, too, uh, a driver out of Indiana that was up at East Bay and just said, well, we couldn't hang with the big boys up there at East Bay. Yeah. And they came down to New Hendry and were racing but down there. There well, was a really interesting class up there that I hadn't seen, micro Micro sprints. Micro sprints. The yeah. micro sprints are there. Motorcycle engines on them. And yeah. um, they're mostly from Ohio, mm-hmm. and they they were down there, and they were racing, and, and they put on. They had a nice. I think they may be. I can't remember what the car count was right now, but they had a nice field of cars out there. Oh, and, at least and there, was was, ten or, there was ten. There was ten, twelve. I was going to say at least sure. twelve. Oh yeah. yeah. You know but, some uh, of these really some of these classes that they had there. I mean the, the the drivers that they had at East Bay probably should have ventured out to some of the other tracks because you know. Um, I guess you realize after the first night whether you're outclassed or not, you know, and if you are, you mm-hmm. could go to another track maybe it doesn't have. There was 88 late models there, you know, and probably by the weekend for the big race, there was even more. So I think they're only running 26 cars, so something to think about. Uh, who we got on the phone, Jack? Mr. Ken Kenny. Ken hey, Kenny, Ken. what's up? Hey, how are y'all doing? Really good. How are you? Um, I'm doing great. I was, I was down a little bit with <laughs> health-wise today, but... Other, other than that, I'm doing good. Well, it was nice seeing you Saturday night out at New Hendry. Yeah, I enjoyed I was glad you were there. I Sorry it was a little dusty. Saturday, oh, well, that's okay. That's okay. I didn't mind. I still had a really good time out there. And um, looking forward to uh, seeing your big race you're putting on up at Ocala on the 29th. Yes, ma'am. I'm, 
you know, we've we've got probably fifty three late models already. Isn't that something? That Isn't that something, Ken? Yes, sir. You've I'm got excited. to be just excited, tickled to death about that. Yes, I am. I, I got uh, probably three or four calls from new people up in Georgia today, you know, uh, inquiring about the rules and different things. So, I, you know, I don't know how many cars are going to end up showing up there. It's going to be a bunch. Yeah, did you uh, listen to the show earlier to my uh, interview I did with Don O'Neill? Uh, honestly, no. I did only because I was under the weather and I was away from the computer. But I, I, I you know, got a, got out. To be honest with you, I got out of bed late because I was sick all day, and uh, I went out to try to catch up on some work. I'm going to go listen. I listen to the archives of it, but I, I did not hear it. Yeah, well, I was telling him, asking him if he heard anything about Ocala, and he, of course, didn't know anything about Ocala going to dirt. And I told him it was, and told him that next year, I said when he comes down here, there might be, a, you know, some buzz about uh, races going on in Ocala. And he says, "Well, I'll stop, Bear. I'll stop, Bear." That's what he said. So, you guys need That'd to organize all. some uh, hey, Ken, uh, Winter National stuff next year. Ken, you have to you have to excuse Rob because he does not know how to talk that way. He don't have the language <laughs> down right. yet. You know? up, up. He said he was going to stop up there. That ain't how you say it. Stop up there. So, uh, so uh, yeah, nobody. I'd, I, like, I'd like to work with them and do something you know similar to what was done up at Brunswick. You know, to where we run our, run our series there too to open up there next year. Yeah, I mean, it would be something to kind of mix those two together somehow or another, if even for just for a couple of days. Ken, how many cars did you get coming to Henry County on your big event? Uh, for the, you mean the one coming now? Last year. Uh, I had 28 late models there start, take the green flag. There was 30 there, and uh, Chiquette had had some motor problems, Justin Chiquette, and uh, another gentleman named Kevin Mills. Uh, from North Florida, same thing. He'd had some problems. So 28 ended up taking the flag. Um, so it was there. So it was a pretty good event. And now, Ken, what are you expecting for a turnout on uh, on March 8th for the second Ponce de race? Stay Leon? Yeah. Um, my realistic goal would be 40 late models there, you know, because uh, I'm sure there's some people. How many? You know, with a, 40. 40. Okay. You know, with the... With, uh, Ocala being centrally located, you know, your, your car count's going to probably be a little higher, you know, but I, but in the same token, you know, at New Henry County, it's a $5,000 to win 50 lap race, 250 to start. Mm -hmm. So it's a pretty good payoff, you know, for the, for the guys, you know. Okay, Chris, here, I mean, uh, Ken, here's what I'm going to say. Chris, Chris Ponsold needs to ha have you work with him on these other late model races because obviously you know what it takes to put the cars there. Yeah, I appreciate that. I, you know, Jack. To be honest with you, I, mean, I love Chris to death. He's been wonderful to me, and uh, you know, he tries real hard. And you know, a lot of stuff's gotten better. And you know, once in a while, they'll take a step back and two steps forward. But the 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 reason I didn't help a lot this year with anybody during Speed Week is I figured I could only hurt myself. You know, uh, you, you know what I mean. When you got an upcoming event and a season, you know, if there's any bad calls or any anybody. You know, anybody gets mad or whatever, I don't want to take a chance this this year with anything uh, to detract the, uh, away from the series, you know, this particular well, year. But. Well, we know that you're on it. I mean, we obviously, you, you've proven yourself, um, you know, beyond a doubt. You know what time of day it is here. What I'm thinking is that uh, maybe uh, maybe they need to get somebody on the tell. I'll tell you, one of the things that works, we know that, you know this, 
people in this business that do it know it, is if you get on the phone and you call these drivers and you talk to them ahead of time and spend a lot of time on the phones, working the phones with these guys, you're going to get yes, more sir. drivers coming than if you don't, by far, by far. Yes, sir. Oh, absolutely. That, that's how I begin with. I mean, keep in mind, you know, this past week on Wednesday was the anniversary, one-year anniversary, the first time I'd been to a dirt track in probably 15, 20 years. And uh, it seems like three years in that one year, uh, the amount of people that I've gotten to know. And, and I did it just like you're talking about, phone call to phone call, you know. You know any guys out there that own a car that need a driver for your series? <laughs> I hear you. Um, I don't know. There may be a few available. Good. There well, may be a few. you got to give them my number, man. I'm a, I'm a capable asphalt late model driver that just needs about ten laps, and then I'll have it. I hear you. <laughs> I, I'll tell you. Um, humor him, Ken. He's humor. Yeah, humor him. me. Give you. me some numbers. Make make blow me up. That's fine. I hear you. No, well, I. You know, I mean, there's a lot of late model guys on asphalt making a transition, like you guys know, and I, I think mm-hmm. there'll be more. You know, uh, that particular night in Ocala. You know, these guys will be up in Tennessee, I believe, for a big, that Rattler race, or Rattler. Yeah. Um, I think some of them will be gone, you know, but later in the year, you know, Wayne Anderson made a commitment and some of the other guys to run that second race at that Powell Memorial. Um, right. You know, and uh, I tell you, we've got some big things. Um, this weekend, I landed a tremendous sponsor, um, and when I say, I mean, it was uh you know, sponsors are good when they're a thousand, two thousand, four thousand, but when they're over ten thousand, that's a real good sponsor for a series. And, yeah. Uh, well, we landed uh, a home builder, uh, Homes of Merit, uh, out of Bartow, Florida, part of the Champion Home Builders Group, and that pretty much put us over the top where we can start working on some other things. You know, it uh, it, it's it's huge. You know, for us. So you guys got a good points fund that's sure. going to be building and stuff too for your drivers. Yes, sir. I mean, right now there's $16,000 in the points fund without counting any entry fees from any of the guys. Not entry fees to the races, but sign up. You know, it was 175 to join the series. Without counting any of that money, there was $16,000 in there strictly from sponsors so far. And uh, it's a 10000 to win points fund to begin with. And, uh, you know, the backside, we're, we're trying to build a lot more. We raised it last week, but... Uh, I couldn't emphasize more. You know, we know we've got to raise it more as we go, and we will. You know. So, do you have a press? Re- I, I expect uh, Kip's up there working really hard on the press release for this new sponsor. Yeah, that's going to be a huge deal. We talked. We talked about fifteen twenty minutes ago, and uh, he, he um, missed con- connection with the general manager of the plant uh, today. But they're they're definitely uh, planning on doing that either tomorrow or the next day. To All right. Make press release. And these people really stepped up. They were my sponsor uh, when I raced at Charlotte County. Uh, and then when I started going up to DeSoto and around with those Redmond Homes, uh, Redmond Homes was part of that champion home builder uh, group. And the, the GM that's at the Homes of Merit plant was the GM at the Redmond plant. Uh, and it's in, in that same family of, uh, you know, factories. And, uh, you know, they, they uh, like I said, they stepped up and made a big commitment. And, uh I plan on giving them a return on it, too, for sure. Hey, Ken, besides the uh, fee to join the association, are there entry fees for the drivers for it's each race? It's consistent, CC. Yes, ma'am. Uh, you know, the nat- just uh, to throw something out there, National Late Mall Series, you know, is $125 per race, entry fee, and we, we copied that. It's 125 to enter every race. Um, 
you know, no, no increase on that, regardless of what the track puts in or doesn't put in. That's that's what we've stuck with. Uh, the only thing, if they look on my schedule, it says to be determined the finale at East Bay. Um, I want to make that a 10,000 win race so bad I could taste it, but I, I've got to do a little bit of negotiating and, you know, you know, get a few more things worked out. That would be the only race the whole year that it might be a little more if I'm able to pull that off, um, which is a big goal of mine. Because the weekend before we're having that, uh, Kim Allen Memorial race, and that's a 7,000 to win, 350 to start race. Um, so I figured, you know, we can't go backwards on the finale from mm-hmm. the week before. So I've got to find some way to work that out. That's true. That's true. So what is your payout going to be on your regular shows? Um, the lowest payout is 3000 to win. Uh, and I think 24th, 24th place, I want to say 225 and then it goes up to 235 and so on up. Um, a lot of the 50 lappers are 5000 to win, 250 to start. You know, so... You know the the lowest you know the lowest payout for the lowest car would be two twenty five. You guys have a spec tire that they have to run and spec fuel. Uh, not a spec fuel. I you know I didn't have the capability of pulling that off this year. Right. Um. And and that was kind of a complaint that you know some guys had about some other series. You know, and I'd, I'd like to work that out before next year. But this year, right now, uh, the tires. Yeah, that we're going to run a D fifty five and a D twenty one and the WRS two for Hoosier. And then on the American Racer, American Racer 48 and uh, 56. And then uh, when we go to Georgia at one track at Waycross, it's pretty much like an oil-based dirt track. It's almost like an asphalt track. we got to run a, a D70 on the rear, and both you know, tire manufacturers have that available. So uh, that that sounds good. You know, uh, if you could snag you some kind of spec uh, fuel, then you could probably get some more money in that points fund. But uh, we got to go, Kenny. We're up against the time. We got 15 minutes, no, and we got 20 it. guests hey. to talk to. Hey, Thanks hey, a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, Ken, I'm going to give you a call later this week so we can talk. Okay? That'd be great. Thank All right. You. All right. Bye. Take it easy, Ken. All right. What are y'all talking about? I'm yeah. just kidding. New Henry County. I'm just kidding. We're going to talk. Yeah. I w- we're going to talk to Henry County. Now, uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break, right? Are we going to take a break now, or are we just yeah, getting somebody we, up yeah, on the yeah, phone? we can do that. We can we're going to take a break, take and we're going to come back and talk about Charlotte County Speedway. Yeah. And we're going to get the Rocket Man on the phone. Charlotte County Motorsports Park. The Rocket Man. There. The Rocket Man. ASA Fastlane, only on Real Racing USA. Meet the racers of America's most exciting short track racing series every Wednesday night from 8 p.m. until 9 p.m. From the Milwaukee Mile to Bristol Motor Speedway, Five Flags in Nashville, the ASA is the racing series where young talent meets wily veterans in extreme short track competition. O'Reilly is America's auto parts store, and the ASA is America's premier late model series. O'Reilly Auto Parts ASA Fastlane gets you close to the action and behind the scenes with the real stories from the drivers themselves. The O'Reilly ASA Fastlane, only on Real Racing USA.
Do you need to raise your land and business to new heights? Then you need to call Evergreen Development and Construction. They do it all, from land development, construction, drainage, excavating, site prep, and even environmental projects. No job is too big for Evergreen Development and Construction. Give them a call at 813-478-8847. And don't forget to check out the late model Evergreen Development Construction Race Team. They'll be at a track near you. And remember, just think green. Evergreen Development and Construction. 813-478-8847. Powermaster is your ASA series sponsor for the XS Power batteries. Powermaster is pleased to announce the introduction of the XS Power series of batteries. XX Power batteries for racing applications and batteries for your car audio application. 12-volt batteries for street machines, street rods, off-road vehicles, and even motorcycles. XS Power batteries means 30% more power and no battery spilling. Powermaster also carries your starters and alternators. Visit us on the web at www.powermastermotorsports.com. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Pro Sports Heckler Guy. Mr. Pro Sports Heckler Guy. They say those who can't play coach. Apparently, those who can't coach sit 30 rows back, shirtless, shouting obscenities. Oh, that's right, mother- Thanks to you, our team is armed with game-winning tips like catch the ball and throw it. Shout it out loud. You stink. That sucks. What a bunch of losers. Not just catcalls, but subtle psychological ploys to prod your team to victory. Reverse psychology. So here's to you, old sultan of shouting, because while there may be no I in team, thanks to you, there's always an F and a U. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Back. It's inside Florida racing, and uh, as we come down to the last ten minutes of our show, and uh, I believe we have a special, uh, no, wait special a minute. guest on the phone. No, 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 we don't. We, we'll get to that in a second. Oh, okay. I got Dutch on the phone. You want to talk to him? No, I don't. Oh, do you have breaking news? I appreciate. Do, 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 do appreciate breaking news, Jack? Yeah, breaking news. But uh, I appreciate his uh, his help, though. That's absolutely. He needed your help to try to get the show on tonight. Well, yeah, but we got like ten minutes left, and uh, as a matter of fact, we have a a new our own uh, streaming server for the last few weeks here. And tonight, for some reason, we've been coming up and having little issues, and some people have had a lot of buffering. I don't know what that's about. We'll figure it out later. Okay. These shows are archived, so you can listen to them anytime, night or day. Download them to your iPod. Hey, uh, Rob. We got ten minutes. Go ahead, Rob. Just chill out, man. I'm chill. We sit here. He's Live? freaking out by the flies. I know. I know. They are big, man. They no, are. Saying you know, but uh, we sit here and, and, like, news just comes in off the wire. It's amazing. Rick Angie's yeah. is now officially the new announcer and media person for the Fast Car Sunbelt Super Late Model Series. Cool. Congratulations, Rick. So uh, he'll be traveling around with uh, Florida's premier you talking about Don Derone series? Super late model series and uh, doing the media and uh, you know. Don Derone series. Don Derone. Mr. Crasherama. He also does late models. Can you imagine? Dude, that's what they should call their late model race, the Crasherama. How many times got I tell you that? The Redneck Rodeo. But um, besides <laughs> that, you got you got real race car drivers on with you, man. You might as well go ahead and talk to them. <laughs> Who is it? Is this Rocket, Rocket Man? Man? Rocket Man. And, and, uh, and, and, uh. And, uh, Racing Jason? Superman, Racing Jason? Superman and the Rocket? Abs- 
absolutely. Rocket Man's on there. I was just talking to him. Hey, guys. Yeah, hey, hang on a second here. I want, I want to play something for Rob here. I don't think you guys are going to be able to hear this, but I just have to remind Rob of something that he did. Hold on. Turn on this. Okay. Just a second. Hold on a second. Go ahead. They're still not going to be able to hear it. Oh, maybe they will. It's all turned around, isn't it? By the time, you know, all the words get talked and everybody says this or that. And I I heard that somebody, Jane Jefferson, was a transvestite and John got all pissed off at him. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Was that the story behind the, the whole Sapper Cone deal and him freaking out and trying to choke out ladies? Well, I don't know. What happened? Yes, you do. How you doing, Wayne? We don't want to talk about that anyways. What, what's going on with you, Wayne Jefferson? No, not much. I'm pulling my son right this minute, actually. He was wearing me down. Oh, yeah? Rocketman had the afterburners on this last weekend. Tell us yeah. about it, Jason. <laughs> yeah, you know, we had a good run down there this weekend, had some fun, so it was pretty cool. So, uh, any more late model racing uh, for Wayne Jefferson in the future? Is it what? Late model racing for you in the future? No, probably not. I mean, I ain't looking for none, and uh, nobody's knocking on my door, ringing my phone, so. That's odd. I, I mean, uh, you know, the JTWs, I like, think they're going to be selling out now, so everybody's probably aware of that. But, uh, so, I mean, you know, maybe someday if they get if they get, get back in it, I might, you know, might do something with them. Uh, but, you know, I'm always open for anything, but you know, modified pretty fun, and, you know, Deal. I got a good deal with that, so I'm just going to stick with that. Yeah, you're pretty much a proven winner in that for sure. Um, not that you weren't in late models either, but um, uh, always had uh, plenty of talent behind the wheel. And uh, it's great to see you out racing again. And uh, well, did you win the other night? Yeah, yeah, we won there. Down, and uh, we're going to this weekend. We're going to run at uh, Desoto. They got a 50 lapper, so we'll be down there. All right. Hey, I'm going to be up at Desoto this Saturday. All right. Well, you're just getting around, aren't you? I get around all oh, the tracks as around. much as as much as possible. So uh, I'll have to uh, see if I can find my way back in the pits and come see you, Wayne. Yeah, perfect. That'll be good. Yeah, what? So, um, and we'll, we'll be back down there to run uh, Charlotte County, I guess. Whatever, first of March. Yeah, you know, I kicked me. Well, so try to. <laughs> we'll uh, be down. I think they got a 50 lap or something. We'll be back down there to run that. So we'll be down there a little bit this year. Try to talk to some of your friends that have these modifieds too, and get them to come down there and, and race at Charlotte. You know, it's a great place to race, and uh, you know, uh, you see, it's just uh, if you're going to be there, they can come on down and try to take the money from you. Yeah, <laughs> I said this bring people down to try to take the money from me. That's what you want me to do. Absolutely, because it's always better. It's always better to beat twenty-four than eight, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but it's always been more cars to go up the and more money to throw at them. It, be, it tastes the same either way, so. Yeah, yeah. You, it's no fun winning all the time if there's only a few cars. But it's always yeah, fun when you right. when you used to win those street stock races, son, at Sunshine Speedway. When you won one of them races, man, you really did something. Yeah. That's the way I felt. <laughs> yes, you did at the time. Forty-five cars there, you know, and uh, when you could come out the winner on that night, you were good. Hey, Jason. Yes, ma'am, CC. Hey. What I'm, I I couldn't be at Charlotte Saturday night, so uh, why do you, if you, we got a few minutes here, can you give us uh, like a report of what happened Saturday night? And uh, I'm especially interested. I heard that there was an accident, and there's a, that there is a driver in the hospital. I tell you what, if you're ready for a novel, I'll try to sum it up real quick for you. <laughs> it was it was a very busy and a very unorthodox night at the racetrack. I mean, it, it all started before the races during practice Saturday afternoon. Uh, we had one of the DeSoto Champ Cards come down, Dennis Mace, 
out of Melbourne, Florida. Uh, he's the stepson of Tom uh, Wolfert, the gentleman that has polio that was coming to race with the DeSoto Champ Cart. Um, uh, Dennis hit the wall very hard twice, spun it around, uh, actually hit his head on the wall, split his helmet open, uh, knocked him out cold. They had to bring MedFlight in. They flew him out to the nearest trauma center, which I think was Fort Myers. And uh, he was back at the track later on that night with a severe concussion. They packed up their stuff, and they had to head home. But they wanted to apologize for everybody because uh, Tom and his son, Dennis, wanted to come out and put on a good show. Uh, but, you know, he, the major concern was Dennis that night. But yet he came back to the track, loaded up his stuff, and left. And he's home recuperating. Later on that night in the feature race for the DeSoto Champ Cards, which was the first leg of their Triple Crown for the 2008 season, Andy Wall was involved. In a, in a wreck where he flipped his cart over, broke his ankle. We had to red flag the race. We had to wait for the uh, Charlotte County EMS to show up. To Our EMS guys took care of him, but we had to red flag the race so our EMS guys could uh, take care of him until the ambulance showed up to take him to the hospital. And then later on that night in the Road Warrior race, uh, we actually had one Thunder Truck show up, the number 41, driven by Steve King. And uh, he really wanted to race. We were going to send him home, but he paid his money, wanted to run with the Road Warriors. We let him run with the Road Warriors. And uh, he pretty much knocked down the front straightaway wall. <clears throat> he got out of the truck, went to the pits. Everything was fine. About a half hour later, he collapsed in the pits. We had to have another red flag while the other races were going on. And uh, we pretty much kept Charlotte County EMS busy that night. They had the ambulance out there two or three times along with the helicopter. Sound like a segment of MASH. Ambulance, uh, ambulance race. It was. Wow. We were about ready to set up a triage center out by the front gate. It was, it, was one of those, uh, it was one of those rare nights at the races where you knew everybody that left out of there really wasn't going to be too happy because of all the red flags. But the major concern was the driver, the fans, and, and the racers. So Must have been a full moon. There was another car in one of the other classes that got turned over there in turn two or something. Guy hit him and yeah. was spinning or something. And the sportsman class. Him over on the roof, yeah. The sportsman class. That was Chris Hattoon driving the number 17. Uh, Brian Teeters took the win in the 44. Chad Jeffries came in second. Bob Walt Sr., who we hadn't seen in a long time, driving the five car, came in third. He was actually involved in that accident. And uh, But, uh, yeah, Chris Hattoon with a, with a really unbelievable flip. The second-place spinner finisher chad jeffries uh was heading towards him in turn one and two and chris untoon got his car spun around backwards and actually climbed right over the top of jeffrey's car and rolled it right over on his hood and spun him around like a top it was it was it was a uh, pretty unbelievable crash it was kind of freaky how it happened did todd free jr race uh saturday night todd free jr yeah he did he ran in the mini stock class that's good. You know, he... Uh, on third or something. Yeah, he was a former uh, champion at uh, DeSoto Speedway in the mini stock because he, he worked at it for about four or five years and finally won the championship. Went to uh, Manatee Community College, became a police officer in Bradenton, and uh, he's a good, good... His family is a good, good friend of ours, and I was glad to hear he was back out at the track. Jason, you know, they, they got their money's worth, the fans did. If they saw all that wrecking, you know that's all they come for. <laughs> it was it was a nightmare actually for the from the yeah. logistical standpoint it was a nightmare we didn't think we were going to get all the racing in we ran heat races and features and uh, got everything in by about eleven twenty <laughs> Wayne how did it feel to get back in the car this year man for me yeah I was awesome I was a little aggravated actually though because of all of what was going on because it was just delaying our whole deal so we're standing around and standing around for hours you know so but you know. Like, yeah, I, 
that's just the way it goes sometimes. Like you said, you got you know those. I mean, I've seen more cars on the roof in, in one night than I've probably seen in the last two or three years. Honestly, I mean, I, I you know it's just one of those weird nights. But yeah, it felt good to get back in and have a little fun, get to see the guys and talk and hang out. And I mean, that's what I love to do. So it's awesome. Yeah, that's one reason I like when I go to you get to park up on the hill, you get to see everything out, you know, and get around and see everybody. So that's cool. Hey, Wayne. Wait, this yeah. is Jason. This is Jason again. How about all those DeSoto Champ Cart go-karts out on the track at one time? Man, that was awesome. What, 35 or something I think they said we had? We started, oh. we would have had 35 starting the show. We had 30 start the show. It was unbelievable. Those those guys put on a heck of a show in the cart. Yeah, they did. That was one of the better shows. That was better than some of that stuff they do down there at DeSoto because they just get strung out there and all that drafting. But, man, they were really racing there. That was good. Yeah, those guys definitely put on a good show. Hey, I did want to say something. If uh, Bobby Deal's listening out there, which I know that he is, um, the sign works. I can read the sign from the interstate. <laughs> I saw it today. They painted the semi-trailer out there, and you can read it from the interstate. Oh, really? I, yeah, I it, haven't seen it, it yet. No, no, no it says, um, it says stock car racing uh, every Saturday night, I think is what it says, and you can read it from the interstate. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Did you know that, Jason? <laughs> oh, yeah. That track has needed that for a long time. I know. How, it took him a year to get that done? <laughs> it's Well, the thing is, it's taken 20 years to get that done. <laughs> There's still people that show up to the track today that had no idea that that track has been there for almost 20 years. Well, I think there's no some, idea. a great right. use for... Uh, a great use for some of those uh, semi-trailers. You need to get a couple more of them and get them painted up over there because uh, I saw that today. I don't know how long it's been that way, but I saw it today, and I was going to call him, but I didn't have a chance. But, uh, you know, uh, you know, things are ever-changing at Charlotte County Speedway, and uh, I know here at Inside Florida Racing we're a big promoter of uh, Charlotte County Speedway, and uh, make sure you keep supporting us out there, Jason. Keep talking about us. Keep getting people to listen to us. And I always do. I mean, you know, I, I kind of started it out with you guys on that show and then had to take a leave. It was just getting too hectic with everything else. But uh, I listen to you guys every week, and then if I don't catch you on there, I'll jump back on the Internet the next day and catch the replay of it. So, Well, we, we really appreciate that. And Hey, guys, look at the clock. Can you believe that this two hours have just completely flown yeah. by? Wayne, Wayne, what's up next for you, man, before we go here? Uh, this weekend, DeSoto's uh, 50 Lapper, so we'll be down there getting ready to do that. And uh, I just want to take a plug in there for my new business and thank Jack and everybody there that uh, doing a lot of advertising with them. And uh, we got some, we've gotten some work from it, and uh, we're just going to keep digging. We're going to do some different things this year here when we get started with the business with some advertising and uh, try to get our name out there a little more. So J-I-R. Tell us what it is, man. Yeah, it's a, it's a J-I-R, Jefferson Irwin Racing, a machine shop. Service and uh, race parts, build race engines, sell gas, race parts. So uh, anybody interested, come on down. It's five seven two five zero nine seven. Where are you located at? It's up on. Uh, it's uh, actually Clearwater address, but it's just north of Quaker Steak and Lube there on Forty Ninth Street, hundred and twelve and Forty Ninth one twelve oh three Forty Ninth Street. Well, fantastic, Wayne. I'm glad things are going good for you, um, Jason. How, how's the kids? How's the kids, Wayne? Everything good? Yeah, yeah, he's in there getting a bath right now. I mean, it's awesome. He he was down there Saturday night with us, and uh, I mean, we had we took him. He had a big weekend. We took him up to uh, East Bay on Friday night, watched late models, and then took him down there Saturday night to watch me. And then Sunday we went to the uh, St. Pete Times Forum to watch the uh, ice race, international ice race, and yeah, that was pretty cool. So you saw my buddy Greg Groovy Groover lead three and a half laps yeah. and then crash. Going out, leading it. You want to know what happened? He hit his tire. 
he said his tire rolled up uh, when he went around the corner. It rolled up, and uh, yeah. he ended up spinning out. But you know, he's done that now, I think five times. And uh, you know, it's the toughest thing that he does because he races those things. But he said he really loves it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, it is. And he, he did. He just got a little excited there. He got even down low, and he tried to you know get up, and he got up on him a little bit. But he did a good job. It was cool. I didn't realize, you know, that I knew him, and I'm, we're looking at him, introduce everybody, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I know, I know him. That's right. Him. That's Greg Groover from uh, Street Stock Racing. But uh, that sounds good. Uh, how old's your uh, son, daughter? Yeah, he'll be two in April. He'll be two. Mine's four months now. Jason, how old's yours? Oh, about a year and a half, getting ready to hit the terrible twos. And my little girl, <laughs> my little girl just turned nine. So. I got you beat. My son's 16. <laughs> yeah, but you have a son. I have a daughter and a son. Hey, Jason. Y'all are making me feel very old. I'm going to have to be beating all the guys off of the racetrack. I'm going to have to get them out of there. Hey, Jason, are there figure eights this this Saturday night, Charlotte County? Mm, this Saturday night, it's going to be the figure eight boat, boat races. races. Figure eight boat races. Okay. Yeah, I, so. Jason, I want to see real figure eight racing again like the outlaw with, figure with the cars eight. with the outlaw yes, street stocks exactly because then uh, wayne jefferson with might skis <laughs> no way <laughs> <laughs> we got to get red van back in a car and let him do some figure eight racing man. that's a smart man <laughs> we'll get red van back in a car do some figure eight racing over there yeah, that'll be robert chris yep be good, man. Hey, guys, it was great talking to you. Bye, guys. Jason, uh, Rocket Man, uh, Wayne Jefferson. Thanks, uh, Wayne. Hey, real quick, before you guys go, Big Diner Racing this weekend at Charlotte County Motorsports Park. Outlaw Street Stocks, Fast Trucks, Fast Kids, Thunder Trucks, Pro Force, Fab Force, Dwarf Cars, Figure 8 Boat Racing. Wow. In your family car, we're going to be doing the fan participation races again. That is one of the fan favorites right there. All right, give, give, us, give us the deal, man. Tell us, tell us the cars coming around turn four. Give us that promo real quick. Coming out of turn four, side by side. Who's going to do it? Wayne Jefferson. They go down into turn one, side by side. Wayne Jefferson coming hard off of turn two on the high side, running deep into turn three, throws it down to the bottom of the track, cranks it sideways off of turn four, taking the checkered flag, Wayne Jefferson across the line. All right. And the crowd goes (laughs) Where's the check at, right, Wayne? Where's the check? That's what I like to hear. Check. <laughs> See you next week. Same time, same place right here inside Florida Racing on what network? Real Racing USA. Good night, everybody. Talk to y'all on Monday. And no, Brian, you can't take your car out Saturday night. On hey, Dutchman. Hey, Dutchman, I hope that you got it on. Talk to you later, Dutch. <laughs>
Do it. 